sure, you want to bury some people or whatever. People are uninterested in my Mandoff dancing. That's cool. What do you do? Uh, I guess Gary will wave one of them down. What? Where's the fire lights? He responds and says, um, uh, "Are you the ones who are?" Looks around, uh, looks specifically at Ned, uh, who seems pretty quiet coming out of the castle. Um, are you the ones? I'm doing Gary's accent. Are you the ones who are taking Irina? Arena Tuvalaki. Oh, we don't have we've heard yet, right? We've we've heard of such a quest, but don't necessarily claim to be on it. What what, what news do you bring? Ismark sent us from the village of Brovia. We saw fire over, or at least clouds of smoke over Valaki in the last few days. He's very concerned about what's happening, and he has not heard from the travelers who took his sister with them to Velaki, so he sent us to find out what's happening. Have you been in Velaki recently? Yeah. He said that he said that she went with someone in armor similar to your own and uh, with uh, and looks at Ned looks uh, you with your insight check, you realize he's trying not to say that devil one, but or something like that, trying to find a polite way to refer to her with one like her. I can dig it. He said to look, he said to look for them. That's where we find Arena. Uh, tell me, how is Dorn? Uh, can you remind the DM who Dorn is? Uh, he was the one survivor of the attack on the castle we met in the church basement. Oh, uh, Doru? Yeah, Doru. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, they respond, uh, Doru was killed by the adventurers who came through. He had been turned into a vampire. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. Then uh, it seems you are who you claim to be. If, if your only business is finding Irina's fate, then we think she is safe. She's no longer here. She was not here when these events transpired. We we are also worried about Vlaki though. Is there something wrong in the village? It was a lot of smoke. It looked like it would have to be much to see it all the way in. Our I'll be like, there's always something wrong in these villages. The the burgermeister has been uh, removed from office and executed. Clap. 
He had it coming to him. Oh. But the people are okay? There is much unrest. Um, I can't I can't tell you that uh, Velaki is any safer than Barovia at the moment. They both give each other a look. We had always heard that Velaki was a better place than Barovia. Barovia is you've been through there. It's not great. Not so you're you're welcome to come with us. We uh, maybe can offer you a place to sleep when we get there. Uh, but it's possible that our house has been uh, stolen or burned while we've been gone. You are the ones who took Arena? No? Yes. I mean, not this guy and not this guy. <laughs> can, can I do an insight check, like now that the conversation is happening between them two, if we should trust these guys, or if they're telling sure. the truth, or if this is... Yeah. They're huffing 24. and puffing. They're pretty out of breath. 24, wow, you get some good insight. Uh, I'm, an, I'm an expert. In yeah, this. Mandoff, there's nothing that he would, there's no reason he would have to distrust what they're saying as you're watching them. They uh, Again, I'll interrupt them and be like, I trust you. What if I, what? <laughs> giant lettered and cool. They yeah. were pretty intimidated by this. But they're, I mean, they've been running for a long time. They're way out of breath. I'll slap them on their back when I tell them um, when I trust them. Did they tell us what, like, why they were running? Uh, they're just trying to get from one village to the other as fast as possible. Did they say why? Uh, no, they didn't sp specifically say. Okay. So they didn't Can answer. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be like, all right, you know. Y'all seem seem like some trustworthy folk, and I'll you know pat one of them on the back. And be like, why are you in such a hurry to get to the next town? In particular, they they like just explained that. Well, did they? The DM just said that they didn't explain that. Well, I, I don't know if they said explicitly why they're running. Yeah, why are you in such a hurry to get to the um, next town? In particular, we are. They, they look at you guys. We're not as strong as you. It's not safe for us to be on the road. We're just... Tough days, it? It's uh, like late morning. Give me an exact time. I have keen mind. It's <laughs> <laughs> kidding. You don't have to. Um, well, it seems like... Okay, so you're running in the middle of the day to the next town because you're scared to be on the road. Yes. So you're running. Yes, you are correct. Yes, you understand now. Good. Well, don't let us stop you. Carry on. They stop and uh, are they? One kind of pulls the other one off the side, and they're, they're talking there for a moment. Can we? Can I roll like a perception or insight yeah. to see if I can hear them? Uh yeah. Roll perception. Perception. Try to hear them. Pretty sure that's a negative one. No, it's plus three hearts. Uh, that's a nat twenty. All right. Oh wow. Uh, the one, the way one is like shaking his head or moving his head, you can kind of read their lips from, from where you are. Um, they're debating about whether or not they should just go back. Do they, the, their main thing was to find out is arena okay and to find out if the village looks okay. One is like, 
think these are the ones, but like our mission and our, we're both with Lockheed. And other ones, like, I think if we left now, we could get back long before dark. And we have, we know what is and what needs to know. What was that last part? Uh, we know what Ismark wants to know. So they're, they're just debating. Eventually they come back over and one says to you, thank you, but we think we're going to go back now. Uh, before you head out on your way, whether it be with us or leaving, how did you know to find us? What are you looking for us in particular? Well, my insight said that they would just happen to be running along the road where they didn't even see us. This is the road from Barovia to the Lucky. Okay. They were just running to the town. We just happened. And it seemed like it was very convenient. They bumped into us, who they were looking for. Uh, but yeah. it, is, it was very convenient. Thank you. you <laughs> and the 24 insight said they weren't lying. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if it was where, higher, where, are you, where are you going? Derek will look to uh, look to wash because he's currently just kind of following the group right now. We we may be going to fight some hags. Have you ever fought hags? No, you mean old women? No, uh, evil witches who cast magic and what? Yeah, it doesn't sound like our thing. Sorry. If you are, I just I just potatoes. If you are going to return, tell Ismark that his sister has moved on and not everybody knows where she went. The, the one who hasn't spoken up much says, when you say moved on, do you mean she's dead or not? She's moved on from Velaki. But she's still alive. She has moved on from Velaki and not everybody knows where she went. Does the devil know where she went? Oh, geez. I don't even know who you're talking about. Well, we got to go. Thanks for all your help here on the road. Oh, okay. And they, uh, they start and back. They go at a remarkably slower pace than what they were going. I, uh, considering that we're, we're walking, they leave. I ask uh, the fellow, my fellow buddies, uh, like, you know, Seems like a good time of day to take a rest. It's almost noon. You know, I got this beef jerky. I think it's beef. Have, have a snack. Maybe have a little short rest. Well, we can, we established like the, the first session that I was in that we can short rest while we're walking, can't we? Whoa. Really? No. No? No, I think uh, the first session you short rest while you're in the carriage. Well, I, I did, but it's like the, the group getting to the carriage. I think they, it's like they short rest while they were walking to the front gate. Hey, we were trying some shenanigans. Okay, yeah. all right. We were, we were trying not to break a long rest, which is totally rules as written, but Harrison hates letting you have a long rest. So I, uh, Mandoff will ask the group, like, hey, that, that, that tree over there has some nice shade. How about we take it? A nice little short rest. We are a good distance from the, the windmill. That yeah. We were, okay, yeah. We're just kind of on a road. We had that weird interaction with those people. Uh, is it safe to be out at night around these lots? It's only noon now. We could probably take a rest. We could probably, maybe we can ask the, the fine windmill owners to house us for the evening. Mandolph, 
uh, hags live there. How do you uh, know? Because we've been there before and we've fought them and they hate us and we need to kill them. So oh, you lost. I knew nothing of this. Well, I still want a short rest. And well, I just that- walk away from you and I sit next to a tree. Gary will, Gary will sigh and just like, it's probably best that we all stick together and he'll walk over along with Mandolf. And I hand him a piece of uh, meat jerky. Do I get my flesh sack back that I handed to you filled with the questionable stew that you were eating at the end of the last session? Yeah, you bring that up and Mandolf says, oh, yes, I was wondering what this was. And I unlatch it from my belt and like hold it up and it's all like, it's just finally starting to have a darker color on the bottom of the leather sack. Oh, it's like, not leather. It's it's, it's flesh. No. Well, okay, so it's untanned. Yes, <laughs> leather. It is fresh. Yes, 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 fresh leather. So I, uh, yeah, I, I pull it out and I just kind of like look at it and kind of shake my head and I hand it to you. Unsurprisingly so, enough, you somehow managed to make this more disgusting than <laughs> And I, I, I slap you on the side of the arm and I have a big <laughs> guffaw. Than a, that you would hear from a, 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 a Goliath, and I say, uh, you know, I, re- I remind you how much I love you. <laughs> Gary will Gary will wince, and you can't really tell if it's from you slapping him on the arm or sure. from the comment of sure. I love you. And yeah. he'll just kind of like go up to a nearby tree that's sure. out of sight and yeah. slump down and just start smoking from his pipe, enjoying the, the surroundings. Great, with your... your- Flesh sack. And then, yeah. okay, so as you walk away from my, my love comment, I'll look over at the, uh, the jerky armor clad, uh, clad guy, and I'll, I'll extend uh, some meat jerky to him and say, the shade is quite nice over here, armor man. Come on, we had fun at that last castle, huh? The funny thing about armor is that I'm always shade. I just don't remember. Oh, gosh. Wash. He's say that again, Ben. The funny thing about armor is that I'm always in the shade. Ding. All right. So, uh, does anything bad happen during our short rest? He's taking short rest. Does my I I can't remember. Do uh, spell slots replenish during short rests? Depending on your your class. I'm sorry. I think it's depending on your. Subclass. Yeah, it depends on what you are. Um, yours, wizards, it's a long rest only. Yeah. Your, sure, sure, um, sure. Yours does not. Yeah, I didn't think so. During your short rest, um, mine does. I'm, I'm not sure about. But you can roll your hit die at least. I, I didn't lost any any hit points, oh. so yeah. And so what I'm not sure about is other um, traits come back with short rest. Like channel divinity is that. Yeah, I haven't used that yet, though. So, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get anything from this other than just... And what? It's like a half hour, right? It doesn't have to be long. Oh, a full hour? Okay. Full hour. Yeah, cool. Um, I think you... Let me look at something real quick. <clears throat> so I'll get a lot. What's your back. ear knowledge? Same. Um, oh. Sorry. No, not that. Yeah, channel. your channel divinity does reset. And... There's an optional feature I would allow, which allows you as a bonus action to use one of your channel divinity features to, in uh, essence, give you another spell slot. It yeah, is like two, um, level two or lower or something like that. Can't be half of your more than half your proficiency uh, rounded up. 
half of your proficiency. So your proficiency is three. So half of that rounded up is two. Yeah. So you get a second so you level can spell either slot. Do, if you want to sacrifice one. Yeah, no, I'm not going to worry about that. But you get you get a channel divinity back. Mm-hmm. So you can use it. So it's free. Yeah. Well, I, uh, my second level spell slots are 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 full as it is. So what about have, your first level? Uh, first levels are also full. I'm just missing oh. one third level. This ah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So you guys all take a short rest out here. No. Uh, oh. Okay. You said we're we're a mile from the windmill. Yes. You want to be farther? Um, I guess I guess Wash is going to uh, pick up Elianid and Willie and carry them over, put them down <laughs> next to Mandolf. And then I'm going to walk a little ways on down the road. Uh, Willie and Mandoff actually, not Willie and Mandoff, excuse me. Willie and Ned actually both say um, they're fine as well. And they were, are just going to continue on to Valanche. Okay. And um, the two of them together, they think, you know, they're, they're going to get there. Where, how are we? We're like, you're about halfway. Yeah, you're about halfway. So they're going to get there early afternoon. They're not afraid. So they just head that way. I'm going to say, Willie, how about a song before you go? Uh, Willie just, yeah, starts playing his guitar as he walks. (laughs) Bardic Inspiration? Uh, I don't know how Bardic Inspiration works, so I don't even know if he has it. Oh, actually, no, he does not have that. There he goes. He does not. How does he not? He's a bard. Where is he? He told us he's a part, so that's a good point. Yeah, he said that he's a part. Uh, the last you saw Willie. Oh, Willie but he was changed. Oh, possibly. he's a different fucking Willie, person. So he plays a song, but you, you don't feel like you get yeah. any inspiration. You're from like, this music sucks compared There's to something flat about it. Uh, uh, I forgot about that. I mean, actually, I you clearly I hear that the music is prejudiced, prejudiced, that spell, prejudiced. What is the name of that stuff? Prejudice state. digitation. digitation. thank you. Oh. But, uh, so they, they carry on down the road with you for a while, Wash. So wait, Wash is not having a short rest. No. So, I'm a little confused. Because when... I basically wanted to bring up, so like, I was like, hey, let's take a short rest. And Wash and the others were like, nope, we're just going to keep walking. See you guys later. Yeah. Okay, so then it's just Mandolf and Gary who are kind of sitting underneath the tree right now. It's kind of weird. No, <laughs> I mean, five feet apart, so it's fine. Well, no, I mean, like 15 feet apart. So it feels a little weird that the rest of them are just like walking off. Wash said he was just going to go down the, the road. Okay, I think I misunderstood what he was talking about. Yeah. Okay. So my understanding is that Wash is like taking a little bit more distance from Mandolf and Gary. Ned and Willie are just sure. continuing to risk. Ned and Willie, and just my negative one intelligence. I'm like, okay, see yourself. And I take a one hour short rest and uh, smoke my my pipe and just kind of hang out. Yeah, what are you guys doing while you're smoking pipes chilling out in the woods? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. What are you doing while you're there? I'm just, just I pull out chilling. my pipe and I'm leaned up against a tree and I pack my pipe and I just puff on it and just kind of, you know, have a short rest. What about you? What are you doing? Uh, about the same. Just kind of 
He's smoking from his pipe with the variant of tobacco that he's kind of picked along the way. And I offer it to Gary, and Gary probably is like, uh, no, nothing's last brought me on. <laughs> yeah, from where you are, you see the others. You can actually see them kind of moving down the road. Sure. Uh, you see where they part ways, and Ned and Willie keep on walking. But it, it's actually, from where you are, it's kind of a pretty scene. It's cold today. Hmm. And uh, there's a, a wind that blows down the shade. That's for sure. Down okay. the uh, down the mountain from where you were. Is it better? Are there leaves on the trees? Um, they're almost all evergreen trees. Uh-huh. A few deciduous. There's leaves, but they're like past the point that they were a nice, pretty color. If they ever gotcha. were. They just look dried and kind of hanging. And okay. when a wind comes by. Leaves blow off, um, but they're almost all pine and kind of this hardy mountainous mountainous okay. forest. Um, but from where you are up here, you're looking down over the valley, and you can see a beautiful mountain lake um, glistening. Uh, this the clouds are almost just completely white, and um, so it's light out, but there's no you can't even tell where the sun is. But it's a, actually a pretty spot, if not really cold. Cool. Well, I am Goliath born, so I don't feel the cold at yeah. all. You just love it? You're like, man, this is nice. How cold is cold? How are we talking? Probably about 37, 40. Oh, okay. Gary's, yeah, Gary's, no, yeah. Gary's probably kind of curled up in his cloak then. Still not shivering a bit, but... I gonna... use my... I, I noticed that, but I also am... Uh, aware enough to know that it's going to take a little bit, a lo- little bit longer to win Gary over. <laughs> so, but but I want to keep trying. So I I pop my mage hand out and I just kind of like try to like when I see him like with his cloak, I just kind of like use the mage hand and pull the cloak a little bit over his shoulder and like pat his shoulder with my mage hand while I'm like smoking my pipe. Uh, you notice um, while he's like, where, what did you do with that flesh sack? That uh, he actually stuffed it in his bag of holding. Oh, oh, yeah. You notice when he's taking this bag out that it's. I notice that I'm like, Garrett, what, what are you doing with the, the flesh sack? Saving it for later. Well, I mean, I had it tied to my waist. Why you put like. Don't tell me that's a bag of holding. It, it is. What? And I, what I, like, I like shuffle back on the, pine, the, the dry pine needles under the tree, and you see a bit of such a fear in my eyes. Are you all right, uh, Mandel? You, you have something against bags of holding? I've heard. I've heard. Too many things, too many stories about those evil bags. They're unnatural, I tell you. Well, there's nothing evil about them. And they they well, could be used you, for evil you purposes. Say that they're not evil, but have you heard of the bag man? <laughs> have you heard of the bag man, Gary? Yeah, Gary, always wanting to learn about new stories, whether they be like just actual, actual legends or like folklore. I'd be like, no, I haven't. Please tell me more. Right. He'll, he'll actually will, lean forward. I'll pull out my, my flute 
and I'll I'll play like a, a, a little riff on my flute, which, which is the magical flute, where like it has little like wispy, you know, kind of animated things playing out, and I'll have those animated. I'm assuming uh, this is the exact animation from like the '70s Lord of the Rings. Sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Um, I, one of my favorites. Uh, I just watched, I just played Cool World at PH Coffee last night. Okay. Which was also made by Ralph Bakshi, the same animator that made that. Oh, uh, nice. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm playing my little flute for like a little bit to like conjure these kind of things. And then I kind of put the flute down. And as I tell you this short story, the, the you know, the musical smoke kind of like animates the story that I tell you about the Bagman um, is this creature that you know he was an adventurer just like you just like you and i one day he you know his his uh his his group was in mortal danger and being the coward that the bad man was he decided to hide in the bag of holding that his friend was carrying and the whole party was murdered while he Cowered in the interdimensional space inside the bag. And then forever on, he was lost, could never find his way out. And I hear tell that if you speak too loudly over an open bag of holding and whisper, follow my voice, the bag man will come and find you and drag you back to this, you know, uh, plane of existence that he now has, you know, become part of in a new monstrous form. And then I kind of like, you know, shake it off a little wisps of <laughs> smoke animation, go out, like the, the, the look on my face changes and then I laugh. I'm like, but they may just be stories. I heard lots of stories in my carny days. Gary will kind of scoff and get fall yeah. at what you just said. And it's just and, it's then, like, oh. and then you put you then go through it <laughs> and put a, your it's just a children's tale, no less. It's impossible for any living creature to survive in the dimensional plane of the back holding. And like under my breath, I say, you're still human. <laughs> <laughs> All right, watch. What are you doing while these two are uh, having their rest? Um. Well, I, I want to let the record show that Wash would not let Elianid leave with Willie as a possessed person. Okay. Um, but for the sake of us actually being able to play tonight, uh, I Ben will let them walk away because I just there's no there's no way to, to run that with them not here. Um, but I want to walk down. Um, Ned gets murdered. Where the guys are gone. Um, okay. I want to walk down closer to the windmill. I think uh, my recollection is that the turnoff to the windmill is a quarter mile away from it. Is that true? Is it away from the road? The, the turnoff was a quarter mile still away from the windmill. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop before the turnoff, and uh, just get out, Skaggy. Okay. 
and I'm gonna say to Skaggy, uh, are are those the standing stones that you're talking about? I've never seen them before, but they could be. I do you know about hags? Uh, maybe no more than the average person. Is it? What what happens to you if if this body dies? I'm not sure. I assume my spirit stays here. I can find another form, maybe. I don't want to put you in harm, but do you think you could fly down to these stones? and find out whether or not it's what you're looking for. I would like that. Stay well clear of the windmill. And it like just jumps up and flies, but the, the way it flies is kind of a natural, like again, like that animatronic one, almost like a, almost like a drone, like flying, like the, the, the wings do kind of move, but it's like, you, you can tell the wings and the movement of the creature, like they're not, they're not quite dialed in yet. But uh, yeah, she flies over that direction. It's going to take her a little gonna, bit of time. She's going to wait. Yeah, I'm just going to sit and wait and watch the road. Um, but she kind of flies. When she gets close to that, you actually see a few ravens fly away uh, from the standing stones and kind of see it hopping around and then Fly back over to you. Is it what you needed? Is this the place? This is a place. This will do. Um, now, can I see better? How, how far away is it from the windmill? It is not super close. It's not like in the windmill's backyard. Um, it is, uh, I would say, you know, several hundred feet. From this is, distance. That, is that 200 feet or is that 800 feet? It is more than two, but less than eight, you would think, from this side. You read it. If you it's uh, let's see. You don't have a you don't have a map there. It'd be if you did. It'd be another what that be another eighth of a mile on beyond. So it's 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 more it's closer to eight hundred than Skaggy says to you. Um, they have been. Spare they have been desecrated. Cure wounds, mouse healing words. We will heal we need to somehow cleanse them. Uh, yeah. yeah, so he can heal and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. We need to get us trouble. So, do you know the way? I don't know the way to cleanse them. No. Uh wash roll a. Uh, you can roll a religion or arcana if you want, or you, you would probably um, get a better or a lower DC if you actually saw how they were desecrated. But you can roll from here, I mean, I like roll twice, if, once here, once there, if you want. But 
and and I I can go down there without going near the windmill. You, I mean, yes. You think you can skirt around? You're not near the windmill. You would almost be as far away uh, from the windmill there as you are here. It's just getting there. You cross very open country, but so you'll definitely be seen from the windmill, but you're still ways away. That's a 13 Arcana. Um, I mean, in your training, you know of certain rites, rituals that um, can cleanse and dedicate. Okay. Um, you don't necessarily um, know exactly what would need to be done, but you've seen it done before. You, you know that, uh, I mean, I'm assuming any spell in the Paladin list you would have like actually been trained in, or is this more just that Wash just kind of does it out of an innate feeling? Really, really not explained in any way. But what, what would what would Wash or what would you say about Wash? Like, have those spells been formally trained or informally trained, or just an innate? Yeah. Well, the way I am playing Oath of the Ancients, um, it it it's almost more like a, a warlock ability than a yeah. paladin ability, where it's just sort of a um, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, a paladin to a god. I'm a paladin. Yeah. So, in, so with that yeah. role, I'd say you have seen, you've definitely seen cleansing and dedication ritual done. Um, you don't know off the top of your head exactly how you go about it, but you think you could try. Okay. Um, I, uh, I'm going to look back up the hill. Uh, what has it been? Half an hour? Yeah, almost that. All right. Uh, Wash is going to uh, sit down in the road and wait for, uh, I guess not the rest of the party, but the, the other two to catch up. And... Uh, Gonna start trying to uh, mess with his spell slots. Okay. So I'm just sitting, meditating on the side of the road. When you say that you wouldn't let Willie and Ned go, do you mean Wash would want to, like, basically, Wash trying to Wash compel them to stay? That, Wash knows that Willie is not Willie. I would not let Ned leave with some possessed creature that we have no idea what their motivation is or. Who like why this took over a party member? Yeah, so I'll let you persuade them to stay, but okay. they are uh, um, Willie. Person has no interest in going up toward the windmill, uh, and Ned seems to be. Um, I mean, you've heard her talk about 
needing redemption and praying and just seems real gloomy this morning, almost depressed, really focused, not wanting to talk. And so I'll just park him by the side of the road for the sake of things. They'll stay there, but they, they didn't carry on. Okay. But yeah, you, you two back here, um, you get your short rest. Okay. Cool. Nothing else comes by. You hear some, um, some birds off in the trees so a little bit. Where you are up the hill, um, there aren't a ton of trees, just a few onesies and twosies here. Right. And um, you get your short rest. An hour goes by. Gary will kind of stand up, stretch, just kind of. Uh, well, I think that's probably enough time to rest our bones, Mandel. We might want to go and catch up with the others. I feel great. Uh, I guess Did you roll any hit Yeah, I already got it. Oh, okay. I've got uh, eight, seven, well, seven plus one. So I got 33 out of 39 right now. Okay. I actually don't get any spell slots back. It's all long rest stuff. And uh, so, but it gave me some hit points back. Yeah. Nice. And I got to ask. Well, I also wanted to ask, like, um, as we get up and as we're, you know, whatever, doing what we're doing, yeah. I asked about Wash and the rest of them and where they went and why he's worried about, like, the, the, because I wasn't with him, right? When that wasn't like the day that I was. No, no, yeah. no, no. So I asked about, like, why we're not, why don't we ask the people that run the, um, windmill, and then clearly you would be like, if you were there, they're fucking people. Oh, Gary has no idea either. He's learning. Oh. Yeah, Gary, we showed up at about the same time. Got it. So, yeah, I'm like, so you know, he's what, just as confused. Yeah, like, what, why is everybody so freaked out about that windmill? And you don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, you don't know either. Well, we, he did mention, I, I guess, like on, on the road at some point in time. It's just like, well, he did some where there were some uh, dangerous hags. He did say there. hags, and I'm not too familiar with hags. So yeah, I'm just right. like, I don't even know what he's talking about. Like, right, so he, he basically it says hags, and it just kind of like goes right over your head, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, well, what do we have to do? He's like, hags, I'm walking down the road later. Well, more or less uh, powerful and magical creatures that... I'm guessing that there are uh, more than one of them that they weren't able to beat. Can I roll a history check to see if I have any idea what a hag is? Sure. Three. So now to explain. Yeah. <laughs> this makes more sense. Uh, now that you're explaining what a fucking hag is. Yeah. Uh, I guess I should probably roll one as well to like, see how well Gary understands. Because yeah. he gets the sense that, yeah. that they are like on the very basic sense of what they are, but I would like to see if he has a okay. more intricate level of understanding. Of like, yeah, again, I'll just let kind you of do history. History. Yeah, Gary would definitely know about as far as how yeah. much detail he yeah. recalls. I'll let you go on that. That is going to be a 10. Oh, no, that's a 16, sorry. Okay. Um, they get, with a 16, Gary would recall that they are not human or humanoid. They are... Um, Gary believes mostly fae oh, creatures. Okay. All right. And um, oh, that's my dog. It's like someone's knocking. Yeah. Um, 
Gary believes that they are fake. They, uh, he just, they're known for being evil, for having like a religious twisted sense of personality. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not sure if they're all actually evil or right. if it's prejudice. And he, he knows that they are essentially just kind of creatures of like who possess magical powers and are capable of spell casting and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Things like that. Okay. Well, I'm very curious. But again, even with the 16, how much of that is hard and fast some, like, truth? Theories yeah. and stuff like that. Well, yeah, they, they're known for um, tricking people for not being honest. I see. They're okay. definitely known, in whether that's actually magic or blamed on magic. Um, they're known for um, using illusory, uh, illusionary tactics um including changing their figure i see okay um and uh they are known for being ugly okay gary so he's explaining of... this and i'm like ah it sounds like like did i ever tell you about the my time in the carnival gary you know th- there was a couple of uh acrobats and uh, one of them actually his name was gary uh, his his wife. This sounds like it's a perfect description of how he described his wife. I wonder if she was a hack. I think it's a little different than that. Mm-hmm. But we should catch up with Wash before uh, scratch my leave him alone for too long. Yeah, sure enough, oh. you come around oh, one of these um, bends in the in the road, and yeah. Wash is sitting on the road. I very loudly call out for Wash. Like when you do that, you see just a little further beyond, Ned and Willie seem to be camped out. I, like, I call even louder to them. They seem really focused and unresponsive. Completely <laughs> glazed over. Yeah. Must have had something in their eye. <clears throat> but yeah, you catch up to watch. Catch up to watch. So, hello, Tin Man. Did you enjoy your walk? And we're like right, essentially at this point, we are just kind of right up the hill or down the hill from the windmill. Uh, so the way the windmill works is this is a turnoff. Mm-hmm. So where the road keeps going, right. it actually keeps winding in these, um, what do you call those, the back horse? Um, Trails? Hairpin kind of yeah, turns yeah, uh, yeah. up and or down this, uh, mostly um, you're just going down into the valley. But uh, you are going towards a large forest mm-hmm. in the valley. And before the road gets there, there's a little turnoff. Offshoot. An offshoot. Yeah. And this windmill is uh, a little further down. Um, here it's just a, let's see, let's see. From here you can actually see the village now. Um, it's in this forest, but because you're higher up, you can start to actually get a picture of where where it is. Did you, were you ever in the village? I don't think, no, he's always been in the carriage. Okay, so yeah, yeah he never, never been in the village. So you can see a village from here. But then, uh, yeah, it's just a little branch in the road that actually, the branch goes uphill again. Okay. It's on a little promontory right before the woods that you see this onion domed windmill. Okay. Gary will uh, kind of approach Wash. It looks like you've been, this must be the windmill that you were mentioning before. Have you been scouting it out? Um, now is it, uh, five minutes for every level? 
of spells I'm swapping out? Uh, I mean, I think technically it's just a long rest, but I mean, how many spells are you, are you swapping? Like what, what kind of, it, it doesn't make sense to me that you could do it uh, yeah, at a long rest, but somehow not take a few moments to change a spell. So, uh, I mean, what, what, how many spells are you swapping? Uh, two. And what level are they? They're two second level spells. So it, uh, I, I thought it was five minutes per spell level, which would be 20 minutes. I mean, I'll give it to you. Like I said, it's the, some of the spell groups are weird and I don't understand why um, you wouldn't be able to like reset that on what's in essence a short rest, but. Yeah, so you're you're able to kind of focus in and remember these and and bring them and the the way that you would do them to your mind. Okay, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, I uh, I have actually been scouting those standing stones, and I'm gonna indicate the stones, which are right over there. When you guys look, uh, the way that they were kind of up against the forest, you didn't actually notice them at first, but now these pointed them out. Sure enough, you can see a set of stones further back, actually, after the crest of the hill with the windmills on, they're like further back there. And um, what are those for? I need to take this crow to the standing stones. Points to a crow on his shoulder. And, Points uh, to a crow. Is a crow on your shoulder? Um, yeah. If, if it'll stay there without yeah. falling on. Oh, definitely. Uh, the crow says that the, the stones have been desecrated. I would like to try to uh, restore them to their world. Do we know what the stones are for, I suppose, I'm asking? The stones are a way that this bird can channel power. Well, I, I, I am so confused, Mandoff is, and so is Johnny. But um, Mandoff will just like, oh, no idea what's going on. And he'll pull his flute out and bardically inspire both of you guys while he's playing a little tune and you're... Trying to answer Gary's question. That's actually appropriate because I would like to do an arcana check. Well, there you go. You got a D6 to yeah. throw on top uh, of your arcana check. check got to see stones or the, the standing stones. Um, you can do a general arcana check on standing stones, but to gain much info, you're probably going to have to go look at That's what I figured. Um, I mean, you, you can do a, a generic one. What would be the it. check if he went and looked at it? Uh, Probably Arcana. Okay. Well, mm. well I'm playing the music to inspire you. Well, well, you got washes. 10 minutes to use it. I, I see that you're, you're kind of standing afar from them. Is it safe to go down there and uh, take a closer look? I, I believe that the stones themselves are safe. Um, unfortunately, the windmill uh, is home to some dangerous hags. And... Uh, We'll, we'll be exposed to them the whole time we're over there. It may take me some time 
to re-sanctify the stones. I may not even be able to do it right now. Well, what is the importance of this this scroll to you? Why 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 does he need these stones restored, and why do you care? I suppose. I um, in this land, I always hesitate to speak plainly because I think we're always being watched. But um, I I believe that it can help us. Uh, Gary kind of seeing that Wash, for the most part, seems to make decisions based on kind of like a, a strong sense of, uh, of moral justice will kind of just nod and say, well, I'll, if you believe something that may, that needs to be done, uh, I'll take your word for it, Fanev, though I would like to learn more later when you feel we are in a more safer spot, um, I interrupted. I'm like, you guys want, you guys just want a distraction. I can cause a distraction over to the right. If he wants to go walk to the left and check out the big stones. Well, I think, I don't think Mandolf that you're, you're on the wrong path. I think that we okay. can try to, I think that we can try to sneak to the stones and, and do, like I said, I don't even know what needs to be done. I can try my yeah. best, but we may well, need to come Both back. of you are inspired, and Mendoff can light a fire over there while you look at stones and figure stuff out. I think the longer we maintain, if these hags are as dangerous as wash fields, the longer that we maintain the element of surprise, the better. I'm not exactly the, the best at being... Well, actually, would it be okay to try and ask Ned, her being the kind of the stealthy one of our group, to see if she can um kind of sneak closer to the stones and i don't know if that's ned for characters who are not here huh? ned seems pretty out of here right now okay all right well between the three of us i think i probably have the best chance of getting closer without being detected um and so if you would like i can get to take a closer look at the stones and tell how they might be damaged and how they might be repaired and mandoff can go burn that pile of dead pine needles. Let's hold off on, on, on making a ruckus for now. Ah, oh, come on. And I, and I like, you know, kick a, a rock on the ground. Like, there will be time for fires later. I promise. And I just sit down. <laughs> like, thug. <laughs> uh, I guess Gary is going to try and uh, sneak up to the seeing stones without kind of this being aware, trying to maintain awareness of his surroundings and keeping an eye on the windmill to see if he's being watched or anything and get as close as he can to the scene stones to okay. investigate them and uh, kind of check to see how they are damaged and how they might be repaired. Okay. Uh, anybody else going with him? Gary's um, trying to go by himself since he, yeah, he said he was going on his own. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll stealth check. Inspiration. That's, uh, I, I, actually, that's bardic inspiration, but I'm going to use the DM inspiration that oh, I have killer. Uh, to re-roll re that. Natural one. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to need the DM inspiration for that. Yeah. One. Okay, nat 20. Cool. Oh, All right. wow. Okay, that is 22. Worst to first. Yeah. That was a uh, big swing. Okay. Um, 
step on a really crunchy leaf. Yeah, but yeah, only you, guys, you can hear it. You guys <laughs> see Gary. Real you guys see Gary head out. <laughs> and uh, when he first starts going, <laughs> like, yeah, he steps on like this stuff and it's just so loud. You're like, oh no, oh, this is oh, getting a little bad. But he winds actually, he doesn't go straight at the windmill where the road goes. He goes off the path, goes to your left, so south. And uh, you can see him the whole time, but the way that the road basically, or the hill basically, um, uh, you can see down the front of the, the windmill's not directly on top of this promontory. It's actually tucked back a little bit towards the forest. And so the way he's kind of skirting around the base of the hill, you're pretty sure he's very sure that um, you can't see the windmill the whole time that you're coming around to find okay. a way to get back to them. When you get to the standing stones, they are visible from the windmill. So there's no way for you to basically go up to them without being seen. But, but I am close you can, to this point. you're closer to them. You can approach basically kind of crouching down, keeping the standing stones visually between you and the, the windmill so that when you get to them, when you're standing on the outside of the stones, you're pretty sure nothing sees you. When you get there. Um, I like to think just for the best flavor, right before he sneaks up to the stones, he kind of turns around. Like when he stumbles, he turns around to the group and says something he says very frequently. It's like, don't worry, I've read this in a book once. Then just keeps going. Before you left him? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, when you get there, several ravens are just kind of circling uh, over top of this, these standing stones. One is um, sitting on top, standing, I guess, on top of uh, one of the standing stones, pecking at uh, an object. Seems to be pecking at it, eating something. Um, but uh, roll, you can full perception to uh, kind of look around and see what you see. Can I roll investigation? Investigation, well, yeah, I do that. Yeah. That is going to be a 22. Okay. You come and take a look at these stones. There's four stones. Two of them, or all four, have, in essence, um, circle on them. Um, as you're trying to figure out exactly what this is, one looks like you figure out this is like takes you a second looking at the full circle and the other circle. But when you look at the other two, you can see actually their faces of the moon. Oh, and then the big circle and the uh, two opposite circles one the full moon and one's um, what's the opposite of the uh, full moon, new, new moon, yeah. New moon, yeah. Um, and then the two in between are different phases. One waning um, and one waxing. Well, one more of a crescent, one more of the opposite of the crescent. But, um, yeah, but so there's, well, they're both crescents, just different sizes. Yeah, waning crescent, waxing crescent, I think. There you go. There's never like a, that would be weird. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. So there's the waning crescent, waxing crescent, but then once it gets past halfway, it goes to the gibbet. Gibbous? Gibbous, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a crescent, there's a gibbous, there's a fold, there's a new. Okay. And um, uh, you notice that um, the as you're doing this investigation, that the raven it seems to be eating some kind of pastry. Okay. Up on top there, like some kind of pie. And it hasn't noticed me. 
Uh, I mean, it's a raven. You, it, it's Wait, eating a pie? Eating a little pie, yeah. The raven on his shoulder. No, 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 no. no, no. The raven, the raven's with the scenes, not the scene stones. He's down at the sun. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's um, a real raven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Right, I mean, there's Go several on. ravens just kind of around here. Sure. This one's on. Um, you also notice that in the ground, in the middle, so this um, standing stone looks like it's been just kind of abandoned. Um, there's moss growing on all the stones. They're not quite perfectly straight anymore. Um, there's weeds growing up around them, some vines kind of tangling. Uh, it's overgrown. The, the grass and the brush is tall here. Um, but when you go up into the center, there is a stone, some kind of just flat, it's cracked, but some kind of, almost just like a stone pad in the middle. It's not an altar or anything raised, just a flat pad. And there's a little pile of teeth. Pile of teeth. Pile of teeth in the middle. You are, are you going to pick them up? Mm. Or get down and look at them or... So I'm, I'm just going to get a good idea of where I'm, I'm in between the four stand, like in the center. In the center stands. is where this is, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, Gary would be really fascinated by the, because you said the, the circles on each standing stone represent the faces of the moon, correct? Mm -hmm. Gary would be really fascinated by that, uh, being a follower of Sedenheim, who's the elven goddess of, like, of the dreams and night. So he would want to investigate those first. Okay. Um, would that be an arcana check or investigation history? Um, what are you trying to... He wants to kind of see if he can ascertain any different, like kind of the, the purpose or the symbolism of the phases of the moon being on these stones. It has any reference to Sehanine or if it is for something else. Okay. Uh, give me an arcana check. Or, well, I'd say... What religion, you maybe? religion, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's going to be a 11. There's, there's not... There aren't any words, any runes. Mm -hmm. Inspiration? It's tough to... Uh, yeah, I'm going to roll, roll D6 at Bardic Inspiration for that. That is bumped to a 14. Okay, yeah. It, it's tough. I mean, you definitely recognize this is something connected to the moon. Yeah. Um, it definitely has some magical or religious significance. Okay. Um, with a 14, you would be able to tell that the teeth um, between the 14 religion and the whatever 20 something investigation, mm -hmm. um, they look small. They look like children's teeth. Hmm. They, you're, you're pretty sure that they were placed here to desecrate the stones and um, probably, you don't know to what, but are probably some type of offering. Can I ascertain if these teeth are trapped in any sort of way, like magically or bound to these stones in any way, or can they just be easily removed? Uh, with your investigation check, I would say you'd be able to tell that no, they just look like they were put here. Okay. Gary would then yeah, kneel down and then, sure, well, he would, he would remove the flesh sack from the bag of holding, okay. kneel down and then collect the, the children's teeth, put them into the flesh sack and then put the flesh sack back into the bag of holding and okay. step away from the stones and try right. to make, make his way back to the party. Okay. Yeah, you skirt back the same way you came and make your way back to the party, you guys. 
kind of see Gary. Uh, you got Mandoff and Wash. I'm still pouting that I can't light a fire. So <laughs> I'm still like just pouting style. All right. But um, Wash, you see Gary get there and kind of look around, um, look at the stones, bend over, do some things. And you, then you see him kind of tuck around and it's about, what would that be? It's about five minutes okay. that it takes you to get back. But you skirt down around the hill. When he gets back, he'll kind of relay all everything that he investigated: the uh, the state of the stones, the symbols on the the standing stones themselves, and then what he found on the center. And also mentioned um, uh, the peculiar ravens that seem to be lurking about. Did you happen to bring up anything about your uh, about? you know, using the bag of holding again? Like casually like, eh, I forget my bag of holding. Like, did you say anything about that? Uh, no, no. He, he, well, it? he would mention that he, he collected the teeth. He wouldn't mention like where the teeth are at. Okay, around. that's fine. Just wanted to know. It seems that's the... Uh, Feel free to let let the table know if, if yeah. anybody brings up the bag of holding again. <laughs> because Mandoff has a knack for staying on, getting obsessed with something. So he's definitely like, if anybody brings it up, he will say something. He will voice his own feelings on the use of said bag. It's kind of going in character. Uh, so yeah, Gary is just like, I did a, a brief investigation of the area. Uh, it seems that these, I couldn't quite figure out to what, but it seems that these standing stones have some, something in relation to the, the moon and the different phases thereof. In the center, there was a, uh, a, a stone plate that seemed to uh, had a, a number of, of small teeth perhaps belonging to children laying on I believe it was desecrating the area I don't know if that's what was uh, keeping the stones from functioning as intended but I've removed them and I, I can't really ascertain anything further than that. There were an abundance of ravens as well. One seemed to be feasting on top, on top of one of the stones I've but it is not a not a bother. And he's kind of like conversing with directly at Wash at this point. So uh, when when he walked down there, I was going to send Skaggy okay. after him, and and just with the instruction to like try to like see if if he figured it out, if he if anything good happened, if he, if he could recognize. Because he's he's the one that can tell whether right. or not. It... Yeah, I was just trying to look up if Skaggy talks. Does Gary hear the bird? Um, I know it can telepathically talk to Wash, but yeah, Skaggy actually comes back, lands on your shoulder, and says, um, as Gary is relaying this information. Skaggy says, the, the people in this land, they used to worship here the deity known as Mother Night. Which is? Big Crow. Oh. That's on Wash's shoulder. She starts talking. And we can, I can hear. Yeah. Okay. I, my pipe drops out of my mouth. And, but it's strange, like, its mouth is like, yeah, doing this weird. Thing. I hear it in my head. Have you, do you remember the old Mary Poppins movie when the bird totally. was like? I just watched the making of. Like, yeah, the like, whole it's like the bird is like it's a bird just like that. Yeah. Like 
it's not alive there, but it's definitely is alive and ambers roll out of, like I'm like <clears throat> bored by that. The teeth were desecrating this altar. They were most likely an offering to something else. Uh, and you, you did say that we can all hear this crow, right? Yes, you can hear me, I believe. Uh, who is this Mother Night that you refer to? She was the deity that they worshipped in the night, uh, in the morning, Lord, that they worshipped during the day. Uh, do you... How to ask this... What type of deity was she, or is she? I don't know much about her. I just know that that was what they were known to worship here. Okay. I'm sorry, this is something told to me by someone else. Okay. I have not been around that long. Is Is the desecration removed? I believe so. The teeth being gone, if you remove them, and since I was there, I obviously saw you remove them, uh, would no longer be desecrated, but it still would need to be, I believe, reconsecrated. How do we go about doing that? You're the cleric. Can uh, I roll a check to see how we go that? Yeah, roll a check. Roll uh, religion. You ask Bard how to reconsecrate? That is going to be a 24. Yeah, I mean, there's a spell that you've performed. I don't know your exact duties as a cleric, but you've performed for the ceremony spell that in essence allows you to do things, one of them being um, consecrate uh, a place. Uh, It doesn't create holy ground like that, but you can cleanse um cleanse and rejuvenate holy ground yeah it's um that would be one uh another spell that you know is kind of up the notch but does slightly different things is a magic circle which does create at least temporarily more of a alloy ground um those are a few that come to mind i mean you've done you've done at least as part of your training whether it's as part of your regular duties Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen it done and been taught how. Okay. So then essentially what I'm aware of is either cleansing this area, rejuvenating from its original, like I guess to its original state, or creating a new, a temporary new hallowed mm-hmm. ground. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is there any, from what I know and from my training, is there any um, kind of risks or difference in chances of this like success and failure between these two options or is it just a matter of of time and performing the uh the proper ritual uh no risks like uh what kind of risk are you thinking of i guess more just risks of failure is what i'm thinking it's just like is there a chance No. no um magic circle takes more time okay um and uh because of that is not very not really a combat spell right um but it is pretty powerful um the ceremony one uh i was thinking of specifically dedication uh which is officially in the the spell description 
uh, person, but um, it's, a, it's a religious ceremony basically that is infused with some magic. So th this is the kind of thing that when somebody brings a, a baby to the, to the temple that they would cast the spell, it would be uh, the kind of thing you do at a funeral or a wedding to officially. Um, in fact, if you cast this on a corpse that's been dead, they can't become undead for a period of time. Oh, I'm familiar with this. Yes, um, yes. They, uh, if someone wants to be dedicated to a particular god, you can dedicate them. If somebody is becoming a, kind of coming of age, um, this is the same spell you'd use to just make regular water, holy water. Um, I'm not actually able to find the spell. Um, um, but uh, so that it does take some powdered silver, um, which is the only component. Okay. So um, I guess knowing those two options, you kind of speak to the crow now. It's just like, well, in, in my time as a traveling priest, I do have a number of methods uh, which I can use to. Uh, revive the, the stones as it were. However, either way will take some time and doing it the, uh, the proper way and restoring it to its former glory, I would require uh, some silver powder. If that isn't available right now, I could create a temporary hallowed ground um, via a magic circle. However, that will take some time. That takes one minute and also consumes 100 gold worth of silver. Well, it says holy water or powdered silver and iron worth at least 100 GP. Neither of which I, I have. Um, it's kind of why it's relaying this outside. It's like, so if, if either of any of you in the party have any access to any holy water or powdered silver, I can work on cleansing this site. Uh, otherwise, I will uh, need just a wee bit of time to uh, temporarily create a, some new hallowed ground if that is something referring to the uh, crow, if that kind of suits your needs. I got nothing. How, how much powdered silver did you need? Uh, how, how much? 100 gold's worth. Magic circles, 100 gold, 25 gold for a ceremony. Oh, oh so I, I, could, I could use gold to essentially create the powdered silver for the ceremony or... You technically need powdered silver. That's yeah. That's that's what I was getting at. It's you need like, twenty-five gold worth. Ten, twenty-five golds worth of powdered silver. Okay. Silver. Okay. So I we have could holy water. Say again. I have holy water. Or that holy is water. precisely what I need. Then. Uh, so, are you offering Gary the holy water? How how long does it take? Uh, just a, a few minutes. Because you, you said that there were teeth. I would you like to see them? And then Gary will reach into his bag of holding and pull out the flesh sack, and then see, reach, I, reach into the flesh sack to pull up the teeth. I, 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 up until that point, I was pretty like everything that you two were saying was going over Mandoff's head, and I was still ticked off that I couldn't start fire. So, I'm basically pouting on the floor, Indian style, in my getup, and then I see him, until I see him bring out his bag of holding, and I'm like, uh, you, you, you weren't there when I was telling him the story, but I, I like, 
get a little freaked out and I like, you know, backpedal on the ground when I see his him pull out the bag of holding again. Gary's just completely ignoring the unfazed. Yeah. Yeah, Gary's probably rolling his eyes, but yeah, you've yeah. never seen me freak out ever so far, and much less to the fact that he's just pulling out a bag of holding. Yeah, no, Gary has uh, is holding out his uh, handful of children's teeth. And these are uh, these are what we're supposed to be desecrating the scent. I whisper, are those the teeth of the bag man? If those are what was desecrating the site, then surely That's the desecration right. right. is yeah. the work okay. of the hag. Be careful with that bag I'm holding. Okay. I'll be sure to exercise caution, caution my love. Thank you. I'm going to put away <laughs> my holy water. So I'm going to say the, prop, the proper order is to kill the hag before we re-consecrate. Otherwise, they'll just desecrate again. And with these two in this condition, it's not the time to fight them. I wholeheartedly agree. Starting a fight right now is probably not within our best interest. Maybe we get Bagman to help us kill hags. Let's well, let's go back to Velaki. I don't I don't I don't think there is a way forward here right now. All right, lead the way. I speed walk back to Velaki. Okay. You guys are heading back to Velaki. It's a little afternoon at this point. Uh, and it's going to take you a couple hours to get there. So you're just going to go at a normal pace? Yep. Uh, any, um, well, give me a perception check. Wash, you're leading the way. My my passive is uh, 17. Okay. I don't know. What what, should, what would I be looking for? Uh, I should tell you. Tell I'm, I'm, while we're hoofing back to Milwaukee, we're not back to, but it, we're going to Milwaukee. Um, I definitely have my passive perception on the lookout for the bag of holding only. Okay. <laughs> Just kind of keeping an eye on the bag. You of keep a good bag. eye. Actually, you notice Ned also has a bag of holding. <laughs> there are two I, bags of holding. In this I'm we're, we're 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 trucking back. I'm I'm a little bit embarrassed of how scared I am because I am macho Mandolf, and I'm always a little bit weirded out, but. Uh, you know, or not weird out. I'm always a little bit like having trying to prove how macho I am, uh, because I was the runt of the litter as a Goliath. Um, so I don't really, I, I, I try not to be a wuss, but I'm like actively perspiring, thinking about <laughs> two bags of holding, double the chances to have the the you know. Bag man, come out and snatch us. Are we are we all rolling perception checks or is it just Wash? Uh, Wash is leading. Yes. He went down. So, and I'm clearly uh, distracted enough yeah. to have probably disadvantage of any perception. <laughs> you you other can, than can help him if you want. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, so he could either roll advantage or you can roll. Separately. Do I have to be touching him to do guidance? I think technically it's a touch spell, yeah. Yeah, okay, all right, never mind. Well, I, I can, I'll just do a normal aid, I suppose, in, in his okay. perception check. 
I mean, you, you could do both. There's nothing you can help him and cast guidance. Okay. Oh yeah. Then, yeah. yeah that's, so the yeah. advantage plus the D4. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's, that's what, uh, do it. Go All right, Wash, he's going to, uh, Gary comes, touches you, says a prayer and is kind of keeping watch with you while he does this. I think I actually have a written down for guidance. Or is that plus? No, that's plus. Never mind. Yeah, so you head back. Um, also, you it's, it's incidental, but Ned does not have her bag of holding. I have her bag of holding, and you cannot see it. Oh, never mind. Still sweating, but slightly less. Uh, How do you know that I can't see it? Uh, because it's not visible. Where is it? It's In, not inside visible. your armor. Yeah, I mean, you don't know. Do you want to come over and inspect and see if you can no, find it? No, I did a passive. <laughs> I did a passive. None of that matters. I was just curious how it wouldn't be visible if it was bag only. Just curious. But uh, yeah, you uh, come down the mountain valley, um, wash as you guys. Turn. You've been on this road several times. The road uh, turns a hard left, I guess you'd say, um, once it gets down to the valley floor um, when you're running alongside now the lake edge. You're still the closest point, a quarter of a mile from the lake. But you can see through the trees where the lake is. Um, wash with that perception, you notice um, here and there uh, some game trails that come off uh, before the lake and at the lake. Uh, you also do see an occasional wolf that is, uh, yep, just trailing you. I'm going to flip um, one along. Okay. Just keep going. Uh, you notice, you know, regular amount of ravens in here, which is quite a few. And, um, with one of that, you notice the raven with a blue tuft. It's kind of high up ahead, but just keeping up with you as you um, head towards the town. So uh, since this is Gary's first time here and Mandoff took a roundabout way, I would just read the... Uh, the approach. So the old Slavic road, which is what, of course, your other player friends uh, described this road to you. Uh, meanders into a valley washed over by dark, brooding mountains uh, to the north, which would be up to your right, and far to the south, which is to your left. The woods recede, uh, revealing a sullen mountain bird surrounded by a wooden palisade. Um, it's uh, mid-afternoon by this point. But um, the cold temperature is just a, a, the edge is a little bit off now that you're down in this um, forest and not up in the mountain, but it's still pretty cold. Um, there's a set of sturdy iron gates in the wooden palisade. Outside of that gate are several spears with wolf heads impaled on them that are quite old. They're not quite to skull yet, but they're, you know, pretty nasty looking skulls. Yep. And uh, 
that's the village you're approaching. As we're approaching it, Gary, we'll kind of nudge wash. Are those meant to be uh, signs of warning? The, the wolves here uh, are unfriendly. As opposed have you, to... Have you noticed the ones following us? I, I, I kind of figured we just trespassed in their territory. Is there something abnormal about them? They report up the hill. Are they servants of Strahd? Oh, I don't, I don't know anything about that. Never heard of the guy. How about that? Uh, all right. Well, how exactly, how different are they? Should we be concerned that they're following us right now? Uh, they will always be following us and uh, they'll attack us if they can. They cannot be reasoned with. And uh, they they don't they don't hunt for food they hunt for fun. Hmm. Very well then. Then we'll just kind of continue on. All right. You get to the gates. Wash. You would recognize that um, the gates are lesser manned than usual. Um, there's just one. One guard on the other side. He's not asleep, but he doesn't seem to be paying close attention until you're, you know, 30 feet out. And then he kind of hops up and puts his kind of spear through until he recognizes you guys and then actually just opens the gate to let you in. Do I recognize him? Um, not by name. I'm going to ask his name. Um, my, my name is Stefan. How, how are things going in the city guard, Stefan? Uh, not great. What, what do you need? More men? More soup? Good luck with the men. Uh, last night, two went missing, just while on watch. When we gathered the next morning, they were gone. Uh, I heard a few others talking about deserting. Uh, we don't know how are we going to even get paid now. The villagers, uh, you, you kind of look through, and just a few villagers you can see. Everything seems uh, um, mildly cheerful which is a change um there's several that are working or walking i should say um just straight faced you know dull clothing but there's a couple here and there that have like you know a little flower in their lapel and are like kind of laughing talking to each other and um as he's pointing back he says that the villagers seem to be happy about no more taxes but uh, how are we going to be paid there's no one leaving the town who, who used to pay you? Burgermeister? Yeah, the Burgermeister. He, well, he collected the taxes and paid the guard and fixed the walls. What? Now, who will do that? What happened when his house was burned? Who looted all that money? Uh, the people picked through it here and there, but I, I don't know. I don't know that they found any money. It's a big house. 
there's a lot of rubble. Seems let's, pretty hot. Do you think I should go through there? If there was something there, surely they would have found it. But people picked over it, but in general, the things that is most valuable here in Malaki is the material, the stone, the wood. It's still still somewhere, but that's what I think people will be more interested in. I, like I said, that was a very big house, three stories. I don't know where you'd find, where you'd even start. You'd have to have a shovel and dig deep, I think, to find the gold. Noted. I th I, I'm not saying I know where, I'm just saying how, how does one go about that? It might be weeks before we find. That's true. In any case, as you're talking to the guards, let them know they can come to the Vokter house for a warm meal tonight. Can we bring our families? Bring your families. City guard will always be taken care of. If they require any blessings, and we'll kind of speak up, if they require any blessings or uh, any type of spiritual guidance, I can also offer my support. Really? Hi. This is good news. Our priest is dead. What happened to the last priest? Kind of looking between the guard and Wash. Um, he kind of steps back and he just shakes his head. You don't know? He, he also went up the hill. Mm. Well, nod and shake his head. Well, so in that case, I will more than happily offer my assistance. Um, give me a history check. Sure. That is going to be a 21. Oh, yeah. Now, Gary, oh, 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 oh my battery's going to die. Gary remembers um, that the vampire that was brought in at the end, end of the meal, oh, yeah. who was desperate for a drink, was referred to by uh, had priestly vestments on. Yeah, Gary's fully aware. So, with Wash mentioning going up the hill, um, yeah, the, dot, the dots absolutely connected with Gary. Yep, he was even more eager to help after hearing that. I hope the recording stay yet. But um, this guard says to Gary, um, the father's body went missing, and, um, but several others have died. Several others died in the same attack. Um, there were also uh, other guards, men and villagers who died the next day when there was a scuffle before the burgomaster just looks around your group, uh, died, and uh, no one is here to, to do the funeral rites. I know people would be, I, I have a cousin who died. We would be very happy if someone could perform those things. Uh, Gary will kind of turn to wash. I'd like to assist these people and uh, kind of lay their dead to rest. 
but I'm not so naive as to believe that this is something that is uh, simply done without notice. Uh, Wash, would you be comfortable offering, coming with me to offer some sort of protection of doing this? Uh, Mandel, with you as well. What? What? He, was, he has not been paying attention to anything. And he'll kind of, kind of, kind of I guess, address Mandel directly. It's like, there might be a ruckus uh, with if, when I'm going to do what I'm about to do. You I see can... my eyes for the first time in hours start to glisten and a, a wry smile creeps across my thick <laughs> beard. And can I start I... rubbing my hands together. Um, can I count on you, Mandel? You can count on me and I do one of these like medieval, like, you know, both chest things. Attention. Yeah. Oh. I'll look back to Washington. I'm sure we can have time to attend to whatever business that you have uh, that you have first, but this is something that I would very much like to do. Helping the people of Velaki is one of the most important things we can do. Uh, so you are comfortable with heading there now then? Uh, yeah, we need to make one stop along the way, but... Buddy, lead the way. After we're finished with your business, we'll... Uh... We'll head to where the dead are buried. I'm just going to step right across the road to the tannery. Uh, the tannery is the opposite end of town. It's, it's by the lake gate. Didn't we come in the lake gate? No, you came in the morning gate. So you you came in this gate down oh, here. Right, we did. All right. And the, the uh, tannery yeah, is up. I mean, the church is the other side well, of town. What's the thing for Lockheed? Is there anything? Are we passing any stores? Yeah. Um, like, we, have, we have to go through all of the Lockheed, right? I think... Um, can I get my battle axe? Uh, or, I don't know. Can I buy a... Can I buy it? Okay, so for you guys who are just here, I will uh, tell you a little bit about this town you're walking through. So, in essence, the... Oh, I don't have any money. It is not a fancy town. Um, it is old. The buildings are sagging, moss-covered. Um, they're actually spread out in a way that makes you think that at one point there maybe were more buildings between them, but have collapsed or in, in all the materials been gone. Um, several of the buildings even have this like patched look about them. Are there <laughs> any shops that might have a silver balance? You walk by pretty quickly once you come in on this road. It's not, um, and, and the, the others have explored it, so I can just show you the, the map to give you a sense. Uh, that's all right. I mean, are, am I gonna walk past this? Is, when you get right here, there is a stockyard that does look like it has a little, um, shop it has basically a, an open area where animals are tended to you can there's some sheep and goats for sale not many um but it does look like there's some kind of little store in there um i mean armory like i'm looking for a silvered battle axe okay and i see i see livestock weapons would you say wash do I see Mandolf start running around? I'm not running around. He's looking at, he's that. just looking as you guys. What I, what I said was while we're going across town, because you thought we were in the other gate, in that walk through town, do I see any places that sell weapons? 
So you see these sheds that um, next to the stockyard where it looks like you could rent uh, or, you know, use for grain storage, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, but there's a little store, the doors are open that looks like a kind of, you would assume like a general goods store. Uh, you don't see any weapons in the, at that particular All store. Right. Um, you guys keep walking for a while. Um, once you get, what does this say right here? Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Uh, once you get, so that's the big stockyard right here. Once you get right about here, you can see further back in where there is a square. There's a, a monument right here. Um, this is where that battle went down, where you were there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, killed, right. killed some people. So you've you've been you've been here before. Um, you're on this main road. Well, Wash blindfolded, and I ran out. So that's true. I, I yeah, you haven't really explored. Where where are you headed, Wash? Where are you leading them? Uh, the, I, I, I don't know. You, Mandolf just started walking around. No, no he, he was I, looking around, and the first, basically, the first thing when you well, walk through the gate, he's going to the tannery. Right? Well, are you headed? He's to the trying tannery? to go to the tannery, and you were like, "No, we went in the opposite entrance." Yeah, yeah. Um, so, the first thing in that entrance is the stacker. So, so yeah, Wash Wash knows the the tannery isn't there when he walks in. I didn't. Uh, Wash I, hasn't moved yet. Does Wash want to go to the tannery? I thought we were already walking to the, that tannery. Nope. No. Okay. Okay. So you're standing in the road inside the gate. Um, you're still within sight of the stockyard, okay. but well, then none of that. I thought we were walking towards the tannery. So no, no, no. The stack, the stockyard is literally the first thing when you sure. step in the gate. All right. You could almost see it from where you're talking to the guard, but the stockyard does not interest Madoff. Okay. I just, I just want to say to Gary, uh, I, I don't know where are, uh, is, is Stefan still there? Stefan? Um, yeah, he's at the gate. Where are the bodies buried in the churchyard and they just have not had funeral rites? Are Gary the bodies where the, where the dead were buried? Yes, they were buried in the cemetery. The church is burned down though. Stefan, if, if we go and, and Gary, does rights over the, the graves. Will that suffice or will people want to know? Would it be better to invite the village to a ceremony? Um, I think both would be fine, but maybe <clears throat> letting the family members know they would, they would like that, but I think they would mostly feel better knowing that a, a priest of the morning Lord performed some divine service to keep their loved ones dead. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Uh, well, you can start letting it be known uh, among your friends and family that... Hey, Oleg! Oleg! We have a priest here. He's going to do a funeral service. Go tell Lavania. Yep, that was it. I love it. Oh, we have a priest? Yes. I'm on duty now, but he says he's... When are you doing the funeral rites? Uh, he's not going to give any specific time. Like what He won't talking, give a specific it'll, it'll, time, it'll, but it'll, he's... It'll be soon, but I, I can't... Soon! Specific time at this moment. Uh, gather everyone over at the cemetery. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the stockyard. Gary will be following. Okay. Because all he knows is that Wash has some business he wants to attend to beforehand. So. Do you have it? Is is the lady working in the stockyard? Uh, Yelena. Yeah. You see her uh, there. Do you, you have a cowbell? Do I have a cowbell? A bell for a cow. Um. Yes. I would like I to purchase your largest cowbell. Oh God. Oh, okay. Um, let me go look. Is there anything else you need? Uh, Jerry, Mandal. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's anything that Gary needs from a, a stockyard. Gary looks. No, I, I think quite fine. I, I, I hold up a big fat finger and I and I say, I am looking for a new battle axe. I don't see any good shops around here, Mr. Stockyard Owner. Woman. Mrs. Stockyard Owner. Are there any armories or any way that I can get a new one? I got this, this dent in here from shopping wood, but it had metal in it. I got a ding in my blade. Mm, you can talk to Dragomir. Who? Dragomir? Dragomir. He, and I call Dragomir. No, no, he's... Dragomir! He's down near the lake gate. Mm. He doesn't have many weapons on, in stock. And his skill is questionable. But he might be able to fix it. Well, I certainly don't trust him now. He's not really a weapon master. He does more... Horseshoes. Didn't ask for a weapon master. You know what? It's okay. You have a good day. And I just kind of like go back and just kind of like roll my eyes and pull out some some deer jerky, start chewing on it. Uh, Gary, well, we're going to speak up to the the shop ladies. Um, I know that the uh, the time is short to priest, but is there any place that I might be able to uh, Acquire holy water. It's my understanding the church has uh, has since burned down. There's no place you could buy holy water. I thought the priest made holy water. I said acquire, not buy. Make a blessing on water and I I don't know if that is an ability that I have. Uh, It's actually the same ceremony, though. Okay, okay. So uh, just it powdered takes silver powdered silver to make the holy water. Yeah, I see. Okay. So then you can do like a whole bunch and put it in a jug, and then you got plenty of holy yeah. water. Yeah. Well, in, in that case, is there uh, any type of um, just let's buy some powdered silver? Uh, Clearly, you're going to need it down the road, buddy. Yeah, it's like mining supply shop or uh, just <laughs> any place where I can get uh, powdered silver. Specifically, what? No, I'm... he'll trade gold for silver. That's what he means. <laughs> yes, uh, the blacksmith can do it for you if you have the silver. He uh, just said he had gold, lady. Uh, Mandolf is getting really frustrated because he feels unhelpful. It's it's all right, it's all right, Mandolf. She's mm. she's just trying to help. You don't understand. These are poor lands. We don't. I, I get a really I get really triggered when you say that I don't understand. <laughs> and I look at this lady with a, a, a bit of fire in his eyes that you guys haven't seen and i put both my is, is there like a table in front of her a counter on top or anything put both of my hands on and i lean down to her and i go i'm sorry i don't understand 
She didn't mean anything by it. Intimidation? Oh. Roll intimidation. 11. She says, no, it does not seem you understand. We don't have many things here. This is a poor place. I, I, I say something in, in giant, because I know no one else speaks giant, and I just kind of walk about 10 feet away, you know, grumbling in, in giant speak. So about that cowbell, and we'll be on our way. He puts a cowbell up on the counter. One gold. Done. takes the gold. This is, I know, never mind. You, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to walk out. You go. Your friend is new here. I, you might need to tell him how things work in our town. He, he, he won't Which one is she gesturing to when she says that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, Mandolf, and walk outside. I'm, I'm frustrated and pouting. What do you want, Tin Man? I, I give you this giant cowbell, and I, and I just say, "Give her hell." I, I I take the cowbell from you. I'm still pretty grumpy, and I look at you, and I look at Gary, and I look at the the bitchy shopkeeper, and then I look back at you. And then I look at the cowbell, and then I look at you again, and I go, give it your hell? It's a new instrument, Gary. And I like kind of like look at this bell. New instrument, Mandolf. And, and I, I, I like kind of like look at it and put my ear up to it, and I shake it, and it makes a big like, you know, hollow donk donk or whatever, and my eyes light up, and I start like, you know, Tapping on it, and ringing it, and tapping on it, and make a little beat, and I'm I'm playing the cowbell. All right, now we start walking to the churchyard. All right, yeah, you guys are making quite a scene of yourselves while we're walking there. Jerry, it's going to be kind of just kind of peeking through, peeking through windows, and just kind of looking at buildings crossing by, seeing if there's any kind of like. Ceremonial or otherwise, that's just material that might be made out of silver. Just yeah. uh, candelabras. Do I see anything or anything that might lead to have? You guys some... are walking to the church wash. Is that where you're taking them? Yeah. Okay. So um, this is the route you're going. You're here in the stackyard. This is the church. It's about the whole length of the town. Right. Yep. So um, you do pass some shops. You see a shop. Uh, down this way is actually um, has one of those hanging dis- displays and it says uh, coffins and then in small print and other carpentry. Um, you see a shop this direction that uh, says Blinsky's Toys, I think is what the, and has a little like uh, rocking horse, I think, sign if I'm correct on that. Uh, you, but if you're looking specifically for, yeah, rocking horse with a B engraved on both sides. Um, if you're looking specifically for uh, wealth, you don't see anything when you, you're looking in windows. It's mostly 
houses, even the people, the clothing is very plain, uh, patched, faded. Um, the, the people that you're passing, give me a perception check. That's a seven. Okay. Um, you don't, haven't been in these lands very long, but you know, remind you of the village of Barovia that you passed through briefly where not the cheeriest people, uh, some of them, many of them, just nothing, no expression on their face at all. But as you go, um, you get a small following of people who are uh, coming alongside of you. This building here off the road is just a burned um, wreck. I mean, there's some stone walls that are still standing, but um, it's all collapsed in. Um, you uh, go past an inn right here. That is, uh, the doors are closed, and there's a sign on front that says, closed, no wine. Cool. I just walk in, still ringing the, the cowbell. Uh, you go walk, leave yeah. the road and walk into the inn. I imagine the three of us walking. Yeah, you're, they're so walking down the road. Yeah, we're walking with five. Okay. I just peel off. Okay. I'm still, you know, tapping the cowbell, and I just, like, walk past the closed, no wine sign. Lock the doors off. Oh. All right. Um, I knock really loud as I'm playing the like do 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 knock knock do 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 It's actually a window that opens up, up, ahead, up yeah. above, and a woman leans up, and I go, "Hello, fair maiden. We're we're sorry, we're closed. There's there's no wine." Um, and I, you need I, room. I, I, I take a mage hand and I, there's probably not any flowers anywhere, but like some weeds, something. Uh, and I snatch it with the mage hand and go up to the window and hold it to her. And I bow like ridiculously low as the, the cowbell kind of clunk clunks as I'm putting my hands up. She kind of leans in and says, Erwin, there's another bar that we've lost the last one. Do you? Do you want another bard? I look up and I... Someone Sheesh. Someone says something inside and says, do you need a room? Go, I could use wine. Can you not read the sign? There's no, we have no wine. No, I cannot read the sign. Oh, there's a sign that says we're closed and there's no wine. We've run out of wine, sorry. Would you pay a bard with wine? And I bow very low. Uh, I'm not stopping while this is happening. Yeah, no, I don't expect you guys to. Yeah, no, neither is Gary. We can't pay you with wine if we don't have any wine. There's there's no wine. The town is out of wine. The whole town is out of wine? Yes. Okay. Do you have any beer? Or ale? No. Or grog? I wish. Sorry. We have no... Beverages like that. I holler at my, to milk my and compatriots. Water. Why are we trying to save these people? <laughs> well, it's not our fault. We have no wine. Ashaka. She shuts the window. Yeah, my 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 <laughs> mage hand disappears and she slams the. She's probably closes the door in front of the mage hand. <laughs> like, fall down. The window opens again. This time it's a. Uh, uh, a man with a big bushy beard and and uh, is a good amount of hair with a big shock of white on him. Sure, sure. Hey, we we can 
Rent you a room if you need a room now. Uh, I'm going to look up at him. And uh, a wolf steak. Uh, the wolf steak is extra. It's not included. I'm looking, in I, I already yelled to them, why are we trying to save these people? And they're probably like, 50 feet away by now? Yeah. Gary, and Gary heard, just kind of deeply sighed. Yeah, so, yeah. I, my compatriots doesn't seem like they're interested in wolf steak. So then I look back at him and I'm like... Mm. He, lo- he looks down, he follows your, um, your eye to where you're pointing at my compatriots and he sees Gary, Ned, Wash, and Willie. Yeah. And he says, never mind, we don't want your kind. Sure. I, I had already decided that I, I mean I really just wanted some fucking drink. So <laughs> and uh and yeah, Mandoff is is, is feeling a little uh, you guys uh, um, a certain type of way. You guys get through the village and by the time you uh reach the church, um there are half a dozen people there. And there are a couple dozen people following you. And uh, the church itself is basically two stone walls that are burned, and then the rest is just rubble. And we're here for them, for him to, Gary, to perform. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, this here outside. Remind me what the party's doing at this church. We're giving them burial rights. So yes, so you're just going to give them rights for all the people that have died. Yes. And, not, and that's it. So, so basically, put their mind to rest that they're us. not going to come back to life. Or... Sure, but we're, we're not doing anything for us. We're helping no, the town no, not be overrun with, like, undead. Or yeah. Okay. But uh, this spot here, there's a, a cemetery on the other side, and you can tell us several graves, at least 12, that are newer. And um, these family members start to gather uh, around you guys, and then we'll take a break. All right. While we take the break, I'll play a little, a little, little song. I, I can feel the people surrounding, and uh, I turn around really quickly with a smile on my face, and I start doing a little, a little routine that I learned in the Carney show, playing a little flute, doing a little shuffle dance for the people that are following us. Are they at all interested in my? Antics, or are they like solemn and just following? Oh, they're real solemn. So they're uninterested. It's a delayed funeral here. In my well, yeah, but so okay, that's fine. Uh, but we we can have you roll for something when you get back. That's right. I'm just trying to get the uh, idea of like what these what the people's deal is. Yeah, because like again, I didn't know this town other than the crazy shit last time. Um. Yeah, kind of lost. But sure, if you want to bury some people or whatever. People are uninterested in my Mandoff dancing. That's cool. You get to the um, funeral spot, and uh, over time, 
yeah, about it's it's not a huge crowd. It's not a huge crowd, but uh, probably about forty or fifty people. Mm -hmm. While and, we're walking there, I wanted to kind of uh, talk to Wash. So, um, in order for this rate to properly work, I, I do need a uh, either powdered silver, which it doesn't seem that we're going to find our tier of the town doesn't seem to have any access to any real well, or uh, holy water, which to my understanding, uh, you said that you had some. Would you be okay with expending that if you do this right? Uh, this stuff is wildly expensive. Well, I could, while it isn't ideal, I could at the very least just put their, their minds at ease and uh, uh, lie? Pretend to do a, a proper right, say a blessing and, and kind of just act as if the, the, the actual right was performed, but without holy water it cannot be, the actual effect cannot take place. The actual right cannot be done. I cannot I guarantee any type of serious protection. Do we do we have what is it, 250 silver pieces? I have oh, I have 130 gold. I don't have any silver. Um, how 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 are we doing that, DM? Um, outside of Barovia, I always just exchanged coins. Yeah, even in Barovia, Barovia, watch you've been around long enough to know that they basically have these coins they call ravens that are electrum and silver. Well, they have copper, so they have silver coins. So if you have gold. You can make change for silver, so I, I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> Is that um, what you're asking? Yeah, that's that, that's what I was asking. Just because. What would be more difficult is going the other way. If you had 250 pieces of silver that you wanted to exchange for gold, they're they're a little limited in their gold supply. Um, but you can get silver. Uh, and, and Wash, I mean, you have been here a little longer. Um, Drag, he's actually been to Dragomir's shop. I mean, the priest had the holy water. And oh, okay. The other priest. And he would get it exchanged from this um, blacksmith. Um, but he had to basically provide the silver and then Blacksmith to do it, uh, which is what the lady at the stockyard was trying to explain. Right. So I'm, I'm guessing, like, just buying holy water from here him would be just as expensive as making it myself, or? Well, I mean, you would, you would, he would basically, if you have 25 worth of gold, mm -hmm. he could use that to get silver to make the powdered silver and convert it to powdered silver. Right. Okay. I'm saying you have a way to get turn like this much amount of gold into powdered silver if you talk to the okay the guy okay you don't know how much he'll charge you for it on top of like the actual cost of producing it but you have a way of getting powdered silver okay i whisper to you hey can we get on with this shit like as man like i'm like looking around at people like what's the hold up man there yep are starting to gather. The crowd's not huge. It's about 40 to 50. I don't know if you said right. that already. 
But um, really, just there, like there are a number of people. What, what are we doing? We're trying to help these people. But, uh, well, but, but you said you were. But you said you were just gonna fucking lie to them anyway. I, I did so not say that. <laughs> you insinuated lies. So just wave your hands, make them feel happy. And then we leave, right? We carry on, we do something else. Uh, no? Making them feel happy is one thing, but them actually being safe is another. Well, if this right isn't properly performed, the dead can come back again, and that is not something that we wish to happen. You know, I, oh, why don't we just burn the bodies? That, that, was, that actually strikes Gary as like very logical. It was like, oh. That, if we if we burn well, all the bodies, they cannot come back and be undead, right? The locals might the locals might consider that to be desecrating the corpses. They I can manage the locals, or I can burn the bodies. Both of which would be better than lying to everybody, leaving the town, to, we don't having have them to lie. overrun. We don't have to lie. I just need to get some powder and silver. So okay. Please tell me they do not hear us. <laughs> oh yeah, there's definitely some villagers that are. That are over. Do I sense that with my passive uh, perception that they are near enough to hear that yeah. someone? I glance at one of them like hard, like pretty. I try to intimidate them, like try to like freak them out because I'm like seven feet tall and I'm like wearing armor. And okay, roll for intimidation check. I rolled a twenty, a dirty twenty, and I say, "You, you heard nothing." I, I stand in between them and I say, stop that. We, we, we spent 30 sessions trying to not have everyone hate us in this town. We don't intimidate these people. Sessions? What sessions? I don't know anything. All I know is and that while, while he's distracted like trying to figure out what that, that word means. While, so he's going to spend like an hour trying to figure out what that word means. I'm going to say to Gary, I do have this one thing of holy water, but I use it to cast a very important spell. So I can compensate you to replenish that holy water for later. Uh, we will need to replace it, and I, I give him the holy water. Are, are you are you asking to be like kind of compensated in return to it, it, the the spell protects me and the party. So is that, from I'm sorry, what, 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 you said? what was that? Uh, I didn't hear you. He well. said he uses it to protect him and the party from the house up the hill. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so do, would you like me to compensate you for it so you can acquire more? It's my understanding that it is expensive, but you have access to more. I I, I only have access to more through through uh, creating it myself, which is expensive. Well, if you need assistance in doing so, let me know, and for your service, I will happily return the favor. Yes, here. And we will carry on to the, the cemetery to perform the rites, to perform actual funeral rites, uh, funeral rites at this. Um, <clears throat> at this point, Fearin, who is Willie's yeah. alter ego, uh, well, well uh, let me rephrase that. Willie comes up and uh, says to you guys who are who are doing this, he says, uh, so I'm not quite sure what he's talking about, but the other one, the dumb one, he says he can just make water and silver 
for that matter, if he has access to his guitar. I don't know what he's talking about, but he wanted me to tell you that he seems really happy. I'm going to go back over here. Look over to Washington to give that kind of uh, shrug. Like, it kind of seems to be like problem solved to me. Uh, it's it's only problem solved in so much as uh, Willie was a really useful friend to have, and and whatever is going on now is completely useless and probably spying on us. So uh, eventually, we're going to have to probably kill this thing and hope uh, let's, let's not jump to conclusions so far I'd like to address this been... matter when we are in a, a place away from prying years while, while, you're, while you're doing this funeral rites thing see maybe try to splash a couple drops onto Willie he did say he was undead I don't know if that would be particularly good for his health you said he was your friend no he, he is my friend, but he's also undead. Maybe it would make but him better. But we know your friend is still in there. I... I mean, there's a lot of layers to this. It's like a, an undead ghoul possessed by yes. some sort of evil spirit. And... Wait, how much does everybody know about the rules on all this? And all this, what? Like, as far as what holy water will do to... I mean, our compatriot that might or may not be undead, he says he's undead, like, all this is, like, it sounds like... I mean, this guy's a cleric, and this guy's a paladin. Sure. Yeah. So, so they're um, both... They, they, but to wash his point... Get what's going on with our friend. No. So that's the problem. To wash his point, um, not exactly sure what's going on with Willie. Okay. If you, if you believe that this will help your friend, not the one who is currently speaking through him. I am uh, willing to use this water uh, during the funeral service to uh, see what might happen, but understand that it's it's a risk. Um, roll a religion check for me here. Uh, that's an eight. Yeah, at this moment kind of your mind is already gone to the place where you're prepping for this funeral ritual and remember you know trying to drum up some words to say so you're you're more focused on that than anything else but wash there are several visitors visitors villagers who uh you know just in general the crowd looks like a bunch of mourners um they look pretty sad their loved ones didn't just die today but a couple days ago. And uh, there are a few here that um, they have uh, just with rope, like kind of a small rope around their neck, these wooden sun symbols, and uh, they're holding them. And watch, they're just standing not far from you. One, one says to you, can we, can we touch it? And uh, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say to, to Gary uh, as 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 part of the ceremony, uh, this this holy symbol can be presented. What is the what does the holy symbol look like? I pull out the holy symbol of Ravenkind, which is also the symbol of the Morning Lord. 
Yeah, so the thing he pulls out is uh, a sun, I think it's platinum, right? Some kind of metal like that, that um, is shaped like a, a sun shape with a red gem in the middle. Yes. Like that. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And uh, as he pulls it out, it's on this nice chain, like several people gasp. And like one, one is kind of reaching up. Please, may, may we, may we touch it for luck? Yes. Several kind of line up and gather. They just reach out and touch it. One one old lady touches it and just starts starts crying. Several others gather around. You see them say crossing themselves, but they do this like symbol like. The, the, the morning lord is there. They, they do like this. <laughs> <laughs> Little like, I like the sunrise thing. And uh, like they all, they all seem in awe of this, this uh, symbol. So we have uh, just kind of the group of, we are in the cemetery right now. Yeah. And so we have this group of people who are like lining up in front of Wash to rub this pendant for good luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary at this point in time would uh, kind of start walking through the cemetery the graves and preparing for the uh the funeral rites okay and yeah you do that you do yeah. this yeah as he's kind of going across the cemetery he's mummering mummering under his breath prayers to uh Sahanine and order the funeral rites because Sahanine is uh <laughs> ironically enough one of the, uh, the goddesses of goddesses of the dream and has several symbolisms of the moon. He's kind of getting the reading the room and seeing that that might not be the best thing to uh, best type of prayers to say aloud. Uh, but he's kind of mummering to his own goddess, wishing for them to drift off to a peaceful eternal sleep and kind of sprinkling holy water across the graves as he's walking through. Okay. And just rubbing his uh, his holy symbol, which sits at the hilt of the scythe that is on his hip. All right. The villagers stay outside the cemetery. They just watch. Mm-hmm. Very solemn. Um, Mandoff, as I mentioned, they look like mourners. They're, they're pretty dour, pretty serious. Some of them are crying lightly, but uh, many of them just like almost stone-faced. None of that is surprising. We're in a cemetery in a town of people that are not happy. So none of that is surprising. As Gary's coming back to like the, the front of the cemetery, you would look to Mandolf and sing. Uh, Mandolf, would you mind playing us a, a somber tune? And I'm like, Ugh. I pull out my flute. I'm like, Give us a performance check. Sure. <clears throat> See, if you roll poorly, it was a little chippier. Right? No, it's a little brighter. It's a little, it's a little happier than. Uh, Starts playing Here Comes the Sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you read the emotion pretty well. And great. The tune, Gary, you recognize is still like a. It's a happier tune, but it's like doing a sad version key. of a yeah. happy tune. Yeah, I know. Well, like blues music. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like just playing it, a, a tune that I play all the time, except in minor key. That's basically what I'm doing. Yeah. Once he, so once he starts playing, Gary will unclasp, not unsheath, but unclasp the scythe uh, from his hip and kind of hold it up to him and 
just kind of with both hands, keeping some on the pendant in the center, its head tilted down, just saying, uh, uh, Oh, Goddess of the Dream, may these poor souls drift off into a peaceful eternal sleep, not to be disturbed by any unnatural forces. And then kind of nod and... What did he say? Shh! talking now. And then nod, clasp the side back to his hilt and uh, turn back around and give just a, another look of assurance, a, a nod and say, the right, is, the right has been performed. Your loved ones will now be able to rest and sleep easy. Thank you. And then I change the song to like a more of an upbeat song. <laughs> well, it's done. You, you hear it's what I Party mode. Not like Father Lucian, but it seems like it should work, right? He's the priest. He should know. <laughs> and they, uh, they like nod and thank you. And then they all do the little. Can I, can I roll like a uh, investigation or a kind of check to kind of ascertain how effective the, the right I just performed would be of, from like bringing these people back from the dead as any kind okay. of. Okay. Uh, yeah. Give me another religion check. Religion. That is a nat 20. All right. Well, technically, you know that you're supposed to touch their bodies. Mm-hmm. You didn't touch their bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, you know that to have the full effect, it's like, you know, you, did you expend one spell slot? Uh, yes. Yeah, that, so, what, the, that's the third level of 10. Uh, no, I think it's first level. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, I can double check. Um, technically, you know that um, you, uh, you only you know, used a first level amount of energy. Yeah. So you don't know that it won't work, but you're like, you wouldn't be surprised if it didn't, but you think it should, it, it's better than nothing. Right. I mean, the holy water, you don't know exactly how things work in all lands. But yeah. so with you would expect- 20, he doesn't know much. Well, it's foreign lands, so it's, it's not like... And at 20, there's still going to be limitations to what he knows. And, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. the nat 20 was enough for him to know. It's not full. Okay. okay. So I will give you... I will, yeah, it is uh, first level. I will give you that um, with a natural 20, you will have also, like, your mind having finished the surface come, service comes back to, like, a wash of sand, and you're like... Willie, Willie, I don't quite know what's up with Willie, but if it's some kind of demon or possession like that, dispel evil and good is the is the spell you know that should if if he's alive. Okay, but that is technically not a spell that I have prepared right now. That is not something I can do at this moment. Uh, I will I will walk uh, up to Wash and. Uh, is he still like kind of crowded by people trying to rub this good luck? Uh, everybody is kind of wanting to touch it as they as they leave, but they're the crowd is starting. <laughs> okay. Uh, Before they leave, I'm going to say, you know, uh, people of Velaki, look, look at the the ruins behind us. Think of the sacrifice the brave city guard made. Volunteer for the city guard. 
They need our help more than ever protecting the city. Do your part. It's mostly a pack of older women, a couple older men, some children, and uh, they just look at Wash One and says, you have brought much hope. Can we see the sun again? I'll cast sunlight. All right. Um, he, do you hold it up or what? How do you? Yeah, raven kind, raven kind, raven kind. Oh! <laughs> As he holds up this uh, uh, emblem, it just emanates with sunlight. Uh, it's bright and um, the people who like as it they're close enough that it actually I mean it's not like it's not like a heat source in the sun in the sense that you could like use it instead of a fire but um, it's noticeable some a little bit of warmth uh, kind of like on a nice day where you know, you go from the shade to the sun and there's just a little bit of light on your face. Right. Yeah, just like that. Oh, nice. Uh, and just like that, it is so bright that, like, you can't look at it. And if you do, like, everything around is dark. But um, he just lifted up this thing and just the, the area is flooded with sunlight. And, um, all, like, people, several are, like, going to their knees and, like, holding their hands up in prayer to this thing. Is there anybody not? Not doing that? Yeah. Yeah, so this is like... Are there any, like, shady people that it's not affecting, that they're, they're maybe not being... Uh, give me a perception check. Okay, so in the crowd, there are several. Like, it's a crowd of several dozen, so let's say 40 to 50. Unless you're gonna count them, I give them one. Is this counting them, counting the man off the dude to save a numbers thing? He's not a numbers guy. All right. So, um, let's say 40 to 50. There are, yes, several people in here that are just stone faced. Like, even with the thing going, they like turn their face. Like, are they like common, commoners or heads? Yeah. Any of them seem like they could be a problem or are they? No, they seem. They're not really here. Here, they're Husks, like, if you will, you could say that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like they're they're not reacting. They're reacting in a physical way, like a light to shine in your face. Sure. But they're not expressing any emotion from it. Okay. Um, so that's what I see. You you also see that. I mean, there's just forty to fifty people, but there's other people walking in in the town. Like you're down near the end of the town. Yeah. So there aren't really. There's not a ton of traffic here. Um, but you see people coming and going um, that are kind of watching this from afar, but aren't as um, aren't as interested. When the light thing happens, like every, anybody who sees that stops and looks this way. Some people are like, "Whoa, what is what is that?" Others are. Um, you see, you know, people sure no, poking I, out from window, you, but you still see a few of these that are just like, "There's one or two who look and are like, and just keep walking." Okay, moving on. But, 
Um, but yeah, you guys do a little religious ceremony here and then it starts to dissipate. Okay. Uh, I would just kind of whisper to, to Wash as I, uh, as he finishes doing that and just, uh, I'm not exactly sure what is going on with your friend, but I may have a solution when we have a, a moment of privacy. Uh, could I get that vial back? And he will hand over the vial of holy water. Did the ceremony use the entirety of no. it? No. No. Oh. Holy water is always like, it never really specifies how much you need to use. So how much of the vial wash, how full was it? Oh, it's totally full. How, how full was it when you as handed it, it? As I put the cork back in, it actually spills out a little bit. <laughs> how, how much did it still have in there when you gave it to I mean, I, I've only I've only used it what like five times, but okay, yeah, those five times plus what you did, I would say it's about half empty now. Okay, you mean half full or half? Yeah, that's true. No. Um, I, like when I when I cast protection from evil and good, like I just it's almost like cologne. Like I put it and like rub it on the forehead. Yeah, it doesn't use a ton. A smear when I used it. Yeah, it's not like you're chugging it. He used a bit more for this um, because he was sprinkling just a little bit on twelve um, uh, graves. So you're you're down to half a vial, but it it just the spells just say holy water. Okay. So I I would interpret that to mean subjective. Okay. But uh, yeah, they once the sunlight kind of fades, they they again um, hang around for a little while and then start to dissipate and shuffle back to their dreary homes. And uh, it seems to be getting a little darker. Uh, do you have do you lots of a place that we can stay for the night? Uh, um, DM, do I? Uh, you haven't you haven't gone over there yet. Yeah, but I'm telepathically communicating with Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor, where's Taylor Swift? Yeah, give me an update. Marching around the house the whole time we've been gone, goring anyone who comes too close, other than the staff. Uh, how does Taylor Swift know who the staff are? She was there when we chased them out. Um, she's just been patrolling around the house, so. I would have known immediately upon entering the city what the situation was there. Yeah, was she was she really uh, trying to gore anybody other than the staff? No. Okay. I mean, just um, patrolling. Which yeah. Um, people have come and gone from the house. Um, let's see. You left um, midday yesterday. Um, the hag came back. Um, the staff have come back. Mostly, not all of them, but um, there's not a whole lot that uh, Taylor Swift tells you. Yes, let's uh, follow me, lads. I know the way. And so Gary shall. Okay, you guys head to this part of the city here. So back down the main road and then up here. And to this mansion, you've been there before. Um, that's where you found like a girl strapped in a room. Remember? 
and all the cats and Mandoff was like, Oh, I thought that was in Strahd's mansion. No, 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 no. With all the cats that was here. That was in this this mansion in this village. After after this, you guys retreated okay. back sure. to okay. here. And um, you weren't there for the section uh, with the notary. We'll skip that. But uh, oh. uh, you, you're you here. But um, yeah, there was... What happened when you were there? Um, there's well, a dead guy so in a bed. We're there. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Doesn't matter. So you get there. Yeah. Um, and uh, wash the doors open. You head in. Um, one of the mates sees you, runs off. But um, Carl, Carl Doctor, comes out and says, "You have returned. Let's know if you come back." Yes, we've come back. What now? Can we sleep here? Yes, you can, Mandolf. It don't seem to give us. I wasn't asking you, Tim Huh? It doesn't give me choice in the matter. It forced me to give him the house. Oh. Okay, then. Okay, well, excuse me. I try to push past him to walk in. Yeah, you, you get in the house. Yeah, and he just walks in. Yeah, goes back. I go, okay, let's go, Tim Can. Let's go. He seems. Well, yeah. no, now you cannot. You're a rude dick. What are you just saying? He seems uh, cowed. He seems uh, this guy seems um, defeated. Sure, but he still let me in. Yeah. So then you but what did he say? Yeah, but now, but now Wash is saying that Mandolf's not welcome. Wait, what? I missed that. Wash is saying now that Mandolf is not welcome. Is this Ben chastising Johnny, the player? No, I mean, just Mandolf was like rude to me for no reason. I wasn't... All right. This is... Wait, Mandolf was rude to Wash and Miss Depper. No. I asked the guy, like, can we stay here? And I forget it. It doesn't matter. Whatever you guys want to do, I'm here for the ride. <laughs> Maybe a Zoom... Zoom lag. No. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Mandolf was interacting with Carl. It doesn't matter. We can erase that. We come to the door, he opens it up, he said he didn't stay here. He's talking to Wash. I'm just standing there, haven't said it. Well, here we are. Here we are. All right, so what are you guys doing? What are you trying to do? You're in yeah, the house. The fearless leader. Um, Carl, what uh, has the cook returned? Yes. And he wants uh, to know if you'll pay him. Yeah, of course we'll pay him. Um, by which I mean you'll pay him. Uh, Willie, are you useful for anything? Will you pay me to pay him? I'm not talking to him anymore. I'm talking to Willie. Uh, Willie's gone upstairs into... Ned and Willie just kind of disappeared into a bedroom. Not okay. together.
Are you, do you want him? If you want him to work for you, you have to pay him. We cleaned up the bedroom where my mother slept. What about your sister's bedroom? And cleaned up. Where is the cook? Let's go find him. Cook's in the kitchen. Whipping stuff up. He says, you, do you have money for ingredients? Do you have money to pay me? Uh, yes, of course. What ingredients can you get? Oh, you know, it's Barovia. Turnips, potatoes. You go with me, they're beef. Uh, what do you have on hand? Uh, he basically the staff that are here, they are seem to be a little nervous around you guys. Are we work. just trying to take him? This is all just like table talk. Are we just trying to get fed and take a rest? So the group got kicked out of the inn because I am completely lost for the last hour and a half. So the, the group got kicked out of the inn. Yeah, in the village, and okay. so they're so we're but we're just trying to get a safe night's sleep, right? Uh, I think Wash is trying to establish whether this is more of a permanent home base. So this is a place that we want to. Our party wants to stay and have as a home base. Yes, like uh, that's also okay. two sessions. That was the one you think you're gone two sessions ago. They, in essence, acquired the house. Do a little bit of force. Mandoff, actually, uh, we, we let you intimidate. Sure. No, um, I remember that. So, guys. okay. But, uh, in essence, got them to sign over the house. And are trying to ask them for money for food? No, the, the servants. Yeah, the servants. The servants are saying, like, yeah, you want yeah. us to clean and like, cook? Yeah, we'll do that. But you got to pay. Okay. Um, is what Wash was wondering. But we're just trying to get food. And sleep. This isn't part of a, uh, you know, storyline. We're just we're just trying to. Uh, the question is whether or not you're going to have a permanent. I think watch you tell me, Ben. You tell me, but I think you're trying to figure the out. The time between goat and money and getting us fed does that have anything to do with the storyline as a whole, or are we just splitting hairs before we take a long rest? Uh. There, there is no storyline. In well, I'm saying, does it have any weight on what we're trying to do? Um, I, I don't have any idea. Would it be a pun to call it flavor? <laughs> <laughs> wow, flavor. So what, uh, yeah, what, like I said, the staff, they're willing to work um, if you're willing to pay. But you certainly, to Johnny's point, have a place to stay. Uh, and David is the cook's name, is uh, cooking something. It's a pretty basic stew. But um, he kind of makes the point that hey, he needs to get paid, but he's willing to work, assuming you're going to pay him. Uh, Gary, got to nudge Washington. Didn't know that you were the, the owner to your own your own manner. Did you have a agreed upon salary for these people? Are they working for you for free? Uh, they're not working for free. We just took possession of this uh, manor recently. 
I am. Uh, what what is the cook's name? David. Oh, that's right. Um, David, what what money do you need to uh, run this kitchen for the household and for those you see here and uh, provide warm warm dinners for the city guard? Dinners for, for all of the city guard? Yes. Well, it would be like there's a lot of them. Uh, it'd be like like just like how often are you talking? Daily. For a week. How long does it? How much would that cost? I mean, for all the guard it, and and you all and that would be like twenty five gold each day per day. Seven days. Yeah. Or well, three hundred fifty gold for a week. Per. For a week, just what you asked for. 20, 25 gold per day. If I'm feeding I mean, everyone, but I thought I thought we had like less than twenty guards. Uh, no, the guard, at least what they advertise is twelve during the day, twelve at night. Yeah, but half of them are dead, so that's twelve guys. Half of them are dead. This land is getting ridiculously dangerous by the hour. I How guess, are you unaware of that? Now, now I'm trying to talk to Harrison. I, are, uh, are there 50 guards or are there 10? I'm always talking to them. I feel like I would know how many. Yeah, there are um, officially, yeah, there's 12 on, you've you talked to them before several times, 12 on duty during the day, 12 on duty during the night. There were some that were just there to guard the burgomaster's house, some to kind of collect taxes. Um, I mean, there's there's not 50 of them, but if you add their families, um, that's where the 25 gold came from. Plus all the other people. Plus we have to, it's the servants have to eat. And are you going to feed Carl and Nikolai? I suppose we could try uh, on our journeys hunting for hunting on our own for food to provide. Well, the thing is, to Gary, the thing is, is that uh, our our extremely useful teammate, who is now useless to us, can produce food. Um, so we we have a way of dealing with this that we now can't do. Well, I wanted to, to speak with you about that. I, I might be able to do something about that. Um, however, I need some time to, to, I need a long time to rest and meditate uh, in order to essentially try a, a ritual on your friend, see if it might bring him back to himself. What spell did you say that was? Uh, protection from evil and good. Protection from evil and good. I want to double check that, make sure. Yeah. But doesn't Wash also have access to, to that? You guys can Wash? Y yeah. Yeah. Okay. I cast well, Protection from Evil and Good on Willie. Okay. Uh, 
um, yeah, you go up and cast that on them, and there's this, this like, uh, not like a seizure, but thrashing as something happens. And um, well, he just sits up and is like, wow, man, that was crazy. There was like another dude in my body. Inside check. All right. Roll inside. 18. Uh, you spent time with Willie beforehand. And yeah, this we play this. This seems like definitely a different, more like the Willie you saw before than the one over the last twenty-four hours. Oh, different than the last twenty-four hours. Yeah. Closer. Okay. Um, like I think it's I think it's I think it's Willie that hit me bard. That was incredibly more simple than I was concerned. But yeah, because it was the whole like, hour. Yeah. If you um, so I hate. hate- Hey Willie, you know, you know, do you remember the soup gambit? Yeah, man. We gave all the guards soup. Yeah, it, it worked so well. Um, let's let's do it again. Can you make anything else other than soup? Sure. What do you want? Um, and and what is it? Is it fifty gold that he does? Or I don't I forget what his spell song of creation does. Technically, I think at this point he can do 120. Okay, so yeah, we'll just have him go down and is this like a once per day thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, for, for, for right now, make 120 gold worth of gold. I mean, he I hasn't done it today, so uh, yeah, long rest. Um, there's some ways he can do it more than often than that if he uses more resources, but yeah, he can do it. But yeah, he goes down to the kitchen and he like, uh, you guys haven't been around Willie long enough, but he, even though he has a bard with his magic, he doesn't quite always realize how he's casting the magic. He just like starts helping in the kitchen. And he knows like, he knows he, this place is weird. And like, he assumes it's like in his head and imaginary, but he doesn't like go into the kitchen and cast it. He just goes in the kitchen and like just starts like helping out and it's kind of like loaves and fishes kind of thing. He's like reaching this basket and he's like, oh, here's, here's some bread, man. And like, <laughs> it's just things that he's looking for are just there. And uh, yeah, sure enough, he creates this uh, and it happens fast enough that as, uh, I mean, I, I mentioned it's starting to get dark. Uh, as these town's guards start to show up, uh, there's a little line forming outside the door and uh yeah, you guys start feeding the town's guard. Okay. Can, can can he create like a whole variety of things, or what, can he can he also on the side create twenty gold just to give to David? Uh, it's one non magical item, so I would uh, rule like a meal, uh, okay. like a big pot of soup or something, but not also gold. Okay. Uh, yeah. Also, it doesn't. It doesn't, how long does it last? Actually, that's crazy. This is a crazy spell, just to be able to create stuff. Um, But uh, does it disappear? Oh, yeah, that's interesting. So it doesn't disappear, but when you create something else, it disappears, the last thing you created. So anyway, so, so I no. mean, this is a sanitation effort too for the city. I mean, 
Because all the poop is just disappearing. I guess so. But, um, yeah, so they line up. Uh, You definitely notice that there are other people lining up here that aren't in the town guard. Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, No. Join the town guard. Or you get no this like they might be a part of the families, or are they definitely no, just there's definitely yeah. like other people trying to get in on this. And when you they, when you scare them off, they they scare off. But join join the town guard and come back tomorrow. But uh, yeah, the guard guard all seem really appreciative. Gary will kind of uh, address Flash and is like, well, if we have the ability to just kind of create this food with. Seemingly out of nowhere, I see no reason why we should just limit this to the town guard. Why because not just need the It's a bribe to get people to stay on the guard. We need uh, a town guard. We don't. We don't need just an unguarded fed town. Sure, but isn't there? Aren't there other ways to convince them to protect themselves beyond just well bribing? Okay. Once the town guard rolls are full, we can start talking about other ways. Right, right now, we don't have enough guards to even keep the gates manned. And feeding them is going to change that? I, I, I don't know, man. I've never run a town before. Uh, you, you can officially take over responsibilities for running Velaki. I wasn't aware that you were in control of those responsibilities, to be fair, but... I'm not either, but I'm, I'm just trying to keep things moving forward. I absolutely understand that. just want to make sure that we're moving in the right direction. But if this is... I put feel my this finger on the best way. moving forward. I feel like we haven't moved anywhere. If, if you feel this is the, the easiest way for the time being, I have little information to operate off of. I will trust your judgment for now. But we, we have the food. People are lining up. Oh, they're eating. They're eating. That's all done. Yeah. Right. So that one's really done. Appreciative. We can't, you know, feed them any more than we have. Yeah. We fed the guards. Um, we don't have extra money from that. We we just could get food. So we fed all the guards. We fed the staff. Uh, do we have like extra food for tomorrow to feed the the? Uh, yeah. Did this give us food oh, for yeah. the guards for the whole week? It gave you double the right. Right. Okay. So now what's the fucking... Now for the whole week. You said 25 gold per day? Yep. And he made 120 gold worth of food, so that should be at least four days. Yep, unless he uses okay. it again, but yep. Okay. Okay, so they got food. What's next? Uh, long rest? and Yeah, uh, I think that this would be a good point for a long rest. I thought we were supposed to be getting that, that chick that to, you know, save her. Well, we don't even know where she's at. So or at least supposedly, that's, why, that's what why? Gary has been told, but we don't know where she's at. Okay. I just, Mandoff doesn't understand why we're here and why we're, why it's so important to take control of this city. And I, I, I understand we don't want undead you know, crazy people everywhere. But isn't the objective to find this girl? That is what Strahd wants, yes. But didn't we agree to do that as a team? 
not necessarily. There wasn't like a, a code, like a. What a, does our tooling? Because that's what I'm confused at as a player and as a character. What the fuck is our objective? Because so, I'm like totally fucking clueless. I mean, it depends on like from character to character. Uh, most of the original party's objective is to get the hell out since they're trapped. Gary is trying to learn more information about vampires since that's kind of a piece that he's missing on. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Mandolf's inspiration is for, for coming here. But I mean, I'm just kind of like going, I have a much uh, a shallower, uh, you know, like I don't have grand designs, but I am definitely like, why, why didn't we just spend all day doing everything that we've done today when it seems like we could have just skipped this whole village and continued on to maybe investigate where this chick is, if that's what we want to do. But again, I don't know what this party wants to do at all. Well, from the conversations that Gary's had, it, it seems that we are trying to, that is the main objective, is to help the, the townsfolk, help the, the land itself, stop Strahd, and that is the ultimate objective in order to leave, because that's what needs to happen in order for us to leave. Um, is finding placate Strahd? Uh, to defeat Strahd, yes. Okay. Um, so the, sh- the short story is these mists. Yeah, no, no, no. I know the short story. That are covering the line. Totally there's, there's no way. I understand how all of that. Strahd, but okay. you're not near powerful enough to do that. Right. So the other a couple of the things it's like there are a ton of plot hooks that um, that Mandoff and Arjani know about. There's also um, Barovia is dangerous, yeah. and uh, I think the party so far has been slow and cautious because it's easy to wade in very quickly over your head. Sure. So we're trying to get a home base and that's what our, so that's the answer to what the question was. Well, the question, our current thing is to be safe in a town, to placate everybody in this town, to get lots of guards, to make sure that this town is safe, the townspeople appreciate us and that we have a place to live. Because right? in the last three days, there's been a vampire attack. The priest died. Then the mayor sure. was killed by the townspeople. And then where uh, you got here was the only other noble family who owns this house. Is this party killed them? That was the lady who exploded in a bunch of jelly. And so the, the town is lost. Mm-hmm. That's where the guards are. Um, a few have defected. Why do we think that saving the town is going to defeat Strahd? Uh, saving the town so far is the only place you are safe in that. At least this party believes. Gotcha. The only wall. You so can... overall, the party feels like we are safest in this town if this town is safer. Yeah. That's, that was the party guess, the original you. question. To yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it is safest in this location right now because the general gist is, or at least the general question is that anywhere else. So we don't have a mission right now. We, we did not decide to find homegirl. No, no. We did not decide the only, whether like, or not we're going to help Strahd and do what he said. We didn't decide that no. we're not going to help Strahd. Yeah, the only real mission that we have so far is to defeat Strahd, whether that means actually killing him, like curing him of whatever curse he has, or whatever, sure. what, however that takes place. Sure. 
but each, what this is going on right now none is none of us like straw right is, but we also do not agree from the dinner because i missed the dinner yeah yeah no, from and the it dinner seemed like from the email that we all decided except for you because you were the cleric maybe that was like a little unsure he, he was he uh Strad gave the offer yeah yeah it was there was no decision then as to after we left, was there any conversation with There was conversation along the way, but that's where it was kind of, we got the general gist that wherever we go, Strahd has kind of like eyes and ears that are listening in. So yeah. obtaining information even from our own party members is difficult. Okay. So that's, that's why Wash won't say. No, I, I understand. That's why uh, Wash also, him. before you were here, um, had a piece of well charmed by the vampire, had a, a personal effect stolen. That he is pretty sure uh, knows the vampire can scry on the party and basically listen in in various conversations. Gotcha. So he's resident. Resident. And so the only reason that Gary knows any of this is that he casted the last session non-detection on uh, on Ned, which counteracts scry. And so he yeah. was able to tell uh, both of us, and I think you were here for that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were able to tell both of us about bits and pieces of the story without having to worry about leaking any Sure, sure, sure. Multiple people have been warned, including Mandov. Don't go out at night. It's dangerous. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, super dangerous. Lackey's safe place. The only time so far that um, it's kind of good. But it's definitely. but we don't have any plan on teetering on the beat Scrog. We're not even that hasn't even been brought no, up. We have no plan. Uh, each, we'll just try to be safe in this fucking And also, the other thing us. that is different is um, we didn't do this enough, but we can. I, I think it'd be fun. Um, each party member, everybody has had their fortune told. Their individual fortune tells them a way they can become more powerful. Feel free to pop it up in the story. And um, if that, you don't need to. Ma- Mandoff, like you said, he, I wouldn't say he's a shallow character, but like his personality just was really easy to get in here. Like yeah. he didn't have to have like a. Well, he was in the Carney folk yeah. and he had a problem with the Bashani and Bashani just, you know. But um, also the Bastani are the ones who do the, the uh, fortune reading. So tell me yeah. whether um, he would want to go to them. To I them. absolutely would. Especially if it happened early on his arrival, because I was just totally into carny folk. I mean, I it what drew me out of my barbarian tribe. So yes, I would be absolutely interested in any kind of carny magic or anything like that. But uh, are you guys? So you guys are having a long rest in the south. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah. Um, the situation with Bill Willard, Gary will be comfortable just kind of calling it a night. So having helped the town and one, yeah. Speaking of, are you? I think if there were several things you didn't want to talk about, uh, you already cast a spell on Willie to mm-hmm. free him. Um, he was like, he, he was crazy, man. This, he was like me, but not me, like in me. Like, it was so weird. I could read his mind, he could read my mind. It was like we're really got to know each other, you know? You say that you could read his paper. Yeah. What did you learn about him? I mean, he's still talking to me right now. He's still there. Oh, yeah. The other ones are here, too. They're just not as insistent, you know, man? How many are in there, Willie? Oh, they're not. You don't hear them? They're, like, talking to us all the time. 
they're not in me. That that guy was in me, but the other ones are just like here, you know. What are they telling you? Oh, mostly, you know, they're cold and stuff. And they just whisper things here and there. I don't know, man. This one is different. It's really adamant about not wanting to be dead again, but I keep telling him, like, this is hell, bro. We're all dead. Did he uh, give you a name, this one that's, that's talking to you, this one that's in you? He didn't really introduce himself to me. We were just like, you know, we're two, then we're one. Well, he said that you said that you could read his memories. Was there not a name in there? Call himself Fearin? Firin? Fearin? Fearin? Yeah. Uh, he's a real smart man. Does Does Gary he know? Hate that Strahd, dude. He could prove useful. Yeah, I guess he killed him or something. I mean, uh, he'll look Strahd killed that Fearin guy. Do you, do you, does this name ring any bells to you, Wash? Um, no. It was a while ago. He's been dead. Like, it's, that's hard to know because he's dead. You know. I guess one of the things I'm learning is that that people don't really know time well. If I've not seen anybody with a watch here, but if they had a watch, I think it would stop working when they're dead. I mean, their actual watch would keep working, but like when they die, they don't have it. Even if it's there, you know what I'm talking about. I, I think I understand it. It's crazy, not. man. But we're all dead anyway, so so it's just like a dream, maybe in hell. I don't so you say that he has a disliking towards Strahd, that he might have oh, been killed yeah. by him. Is there any kind of, through the memories that you have and information on him that we could use, any type of weaknesses, habits that you might have, any, any stories that you might be able to tell us? I don't know, man. We didn't like have a chat. We'd have to talk with Fearing, but... Wow. Anyway, what are we doing, man? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, I think we were just about to turn in for the night. I can really use to sleep. Being possessed is like, takes it out of you. <laughs> mm. Would I know of any spell that would actually be able to purge? Willie of uh, of this extra soul that he has like possessed it. You're not quite sure what he's talking about. No. Well, I thought we we established before we left the castle that we knew he was possessed. Yeah. So we, we know that's a thing that's going on. Yeah. Uh you would know that the spell that you cast to get rid of him, the spell evil and good, should also stop him from getting possessed for a period of time. Did like you say that he had that spell? Yeah, yeah, they cast it. They cast, they cast it. Right. Okay, so we have X amount of time that he will not transform into one of his yeah. alternate okay. personalities. Right. Yeah. So that's what needed to be clear. Okay, okay. got it. Got so it. we're good. We can take a long rest. Uh, that's what Gary is up for. That's I mean, we're safe. He's not going to turn into another personality at least overnight. Yeah. I'm, I'm comfortable taking long rest, but that's what the rest of the party wants to do. Well, we're here. 
Uh, Gary will kind of walk upstairs and make himself comfy in a room. Okay. I don't know if we need to set up watches since we're in our supposedly our own abode with our own staff and with the, the guard under our pocket enough. Are you guys setting up watches? Didn't we just pay for the watches? Technically, yeah. I, yeah, no, we should. Gary's going to assume that we don't have to yeah. and just go to we bed. We just had so much stuff to get the entire guard and staff on our side. If we had to post guards, that would be kind of ridiculous. And anything, they, there could be spies within the town or any sense, but could. Yeah, Gary's not going to think about it, that. I'm, I'm kind of more thinking in my mind. Obviously, in the world of D&D, anything could fucking yeah, strategy yeah. just pop up onto our chest while we're taking a nap, and the right. guards would have nothing to do with it. But right. in our minds, yeah, you know, yeah. We, that, that's we what I'm about. Well. We, yeah. yeah, we can We're not worried about setting up watches. You're new to Barovia. Clearly, I'm new to Barovia. Yeah. Is is Wash saying so Wash is Wash is going to have the whole party go upstairs, and then Taylor Swift is going to wait at the bottom of the stairs. Okay. So the creepy horse is in the house. How does everybody react to this like disgustingly creepy? They stay away. They the villagers are like they stay away. So do they? I mean, because we're we're, we're trying to get the villagers on our side and not freak them out. Doesn't that freak the shit out of them? Like, do they think that we are like an infernal, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I would think this horse would be completely mind-meltingly terrifying. To this um, it freaks them out, but they've seen some crazy stuff. Oh, they, live that's okay. they live in a right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they they don't want to go near it. Finger hooves. Yeah. Horse. Yeah. Thing. Uh, the last town. Before Barovia, it was a majestic beast that everybody wanted to come see. This is the opposite. Um, people do avoid it. Barovia has a way of twisting oh. magic in it. Oh, I see. I had no idea. It, it used to look a little differently. No, no, no. no. It used to look a little differently. So is Taylor Swift basically keeping watch at the bottom of the stairs? That's the idea, but everyone else is going to sleep. Uh, that's Wash's plan. But before I go up, I want to go talk to the cook and say, okay. you, you can see that the food here is, is provided for. Um, what, what do I need to pay you and the staff for a week? Are you keeping the whole staff on? What staff do we have? Uh, we have, uh, we have the cook. Two maids, the lady had a lady. I don't know if you need the personal servants. And uh, there was one servant that uh, helped the two sons. So that was five of us. Um, yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep them all on. Okay. At their current rate, it'd be five gold a day. So the... the Basically, a gold per person. A gold? These the, the house staff here earn a luxurious living? I mean, this is literally the richest house in town. So they, what, what Everybody wants to they have no other prospects if they leave here? Yeah, that's kind of probably true. I mean, the other noble family's dead, so. Is anybody in Barovia really paying attention to, like, moving up in the social ladder? Or are they, like, soulless husks that are just trying to, like, 
survive enough to then die and be reborn in their own fucking shit. Um, like, is there like a social ladder in this town? That would shock me if there was. Uh, there, Mandel would not call the social ladder from what you've oh, seen yeah. so far. Just, no. Trying to get a grasp on Barovia, I guess. Um, from what you've seen, it, no, you, you've only seen, I mean, you've only been through this town. Sure. So. Yeah. I, I guess Harrison, um, what I'm thinking is like, uh, all, like all we've heard is that there's no money coming in or out. Everybody here is so poor. How did this lady who didn't do anything afford five gold a day? Uh, you can, uh, let's see, you can try to get that out of Divi with either persuasion or intimidation. You, I'd give you insight check if you want to try to I'll, I'll, figure it out. Did we see this before our long rest? Yep. I'll inspire him to do whatever yeah. the fuck he wants to do. I, I guess I'll, I'll ask him uh, how, how, how was it that the Lady Vokter made money? She, she was noble. Nobles are paid by the lords, right? She she received money from fraud. I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, that's Can super. I interrupt and say, are there records? Also, maybe uh, the Baron records of the house with money. I mean, who knows these things? I, I I'm just a cook, man. I was not the love. So who me. knows these things, cook man? They're a butler? I don't know. Who's in charge here? The butler is the one who took care of the two boys. Okay. Maybe we ask butler for records book. Cook knows nothing. Waste of time. I mean, I know a little bit. Shut up, Cook. You know nothing. That's fine. (laughs) Make much of it. Listen, here's, here's here's ten gold. Oh, oh wow! Try to keep the staff on as long as possible, um, but let them know. Obviously, they're no longer working in a house that is subservient to Strahd, so things may be tighter than they were. The uh, the lady in waiting who was taking care of Lady Vochner, her job now is uh, to take care of Kitty. Take care of who? Kitty. The cat. The cat woman who lives upstairs. Oh, Stella, yeah. Okay. Uh, usually. Over. All right, you guys going for a long rest? Gary's been in the bed the entire time. I, I should point out as well that he's uh, he's now actually smoking his uh, singing metal to fall asleep. In bed, huh? Smoking yeah. bed. Good choice. I won't make you roll for it. Yeah, I knew you would. All right, anybody else do anything before they get a rest? No. I think I already did it, but I'm going to go in and cast lesser restoration on Kitty again. Okay. 
she does not like to go near you. Um, acts like a cat the whole time. Refers to herself as kitty. But uh, yeah, you cast Lesser Restoration and it doesn't doesn't have an effect. It, you would say it calms her down. But it doesn't change this state that she's in. The okay. room has been cleaned up. Okay. But she still has to be restrained sometimes. All right. Watch is gonna I don't I don't know if there is a bed up here. Lay down somewhere. Yeah, there's several beds. Um, you guys are gonna Yeah, he just kinda of walked upstairs, found a bedroom and made it his own. Okay. You guys all do the same? Mm-hmm. All right. You drift off to sleep. Uh, wash. At one point in the night, you uh, find yourself awake. You're looking around. It's just you in the room. Ned's over on another bed. And uh, you're not quite sure why you are woken. But um, you're looking around and and suddenly you see from your gear, uh, specifically the bag of holding, just the flap, she does a little. And then it, it moves again. And then you just see this long bony finger come out. And just like do this kind of motion. And then go back in. And then just a hand and like an arm, a long bony arm, just like keeps coming. And then go back. Bends down and just kind of touches the ground and pushes up until a shoulder comes out. And then the top of the head, just this dark, dark, lanky hair comes out on these two eyes. Just gonna look around. You can't really see the eyes well because of the lanky hair. You're just sitting there. Another arm comes out next to it. And this figure, gaunt, no clothing, dark, very skinny, just kind of comes out on all fours. Before it's all the way out, I'm jumping on it and immovable rotting it to the ground. You try to, but you find you can't move. You're fixed in place. As you go, as you watch it crawl on all fours over to Ned. And you just see it feeling Ned, looking around. It looks for the first time at you and stops. Uncertain. Doesn't move for a little while. And then after a few more moments, notices that you're not moving. It keeps feeling around and goes up towards the head of the bed and looks down at Ned. And then crawls back off the bed. 
turns around, and then with this long, lanky arm, grabs Ned's ankle and just pulls slowly but strongly. And Ned just comes off the bed, slides off, thump, thump, and it just drags Ned towards the bag of holding, flips up the flap, reaches one arm back in, and then head first, just goes into the bag of holding and pulls Ned slowly down in. It disappears first, but you just see the tips of its hands as it, as Ned goes in and her horns are like stuck at the end, like kind of stuck in the bag, but then <clears throat> pulls. And then the long lanky arm comes out, closes the flap, and uh, it's silent. What do you do? Uh, can't move. You try to move and you find that you can now. Go and turn the bag of holding inside out. Sure. As soon as you get up, uh, you jump over to the bag of holding. Ned sits up from bed. It's like, whoa, what? what's wrong? What are you doing? Turn the bag of holding inside out. All right. Uh, what happens when you turn a bag of holding inside out? Anything inside it appears. Okay. Um, and the bag is destroyed, I believe. Yeah. Um, oh, is that, is that my bag of holding? No, it's hidden. It okay. I don't know if it, I know it's destroyed if you get a tear in it, but uh, it's, 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 it's destroyed if you put one in another. Well, that's a totally separate thing. I think it's also destroyed. If oh, you, yeah, yeah. No, it's not destroyed. If you get a tear in it. And then yeah. It yeah. Out, but but yeah, everything out. comes out of it. All all your gear, all the stuff, whatever Ned is. I have no idea what Ned is packed in. There was nothing in it. Uh, there was nothing in it. Um, Ned looks at you finally. He's like, what, what are you doing? Like, dude, what are you doing? Stop, I don't think man. Ned says dude, but you get the gist. What? There was a guy in your bag of holding. What is this? Ned holds up this noose that was somehow honored. What is the deal, man? Doesn't say man, that's good. And throws this noose at you. What? What's this? What are you doing? There was a guy in your bag of holding. It doesn't even make sense. Sorry. People can't be in a bag of holding. Can I inspect the news? Uh, yeah. He didn't hear the story that I told earlier. No, uh, he wasn't, he wasn't I don't around, know. So. No, he wasn't. He was somewhere else. You inspect the news, and uh, it just looks like a noose, but it feels heavier than it should. Untie it. Okay. Yeah, it's just, just a piece of rope. It takes you a little while to untie it. How many feet of rope? 
Oh, she's always looking for resources. Uh, it's a good four feet. How much is a noose tied with four feet of rope? Yep. But somehow it feels heavier than it should. I and the two of them are in a room alone, right? Yeah. Okay. What's that? I inspect it. Okay. Yeah. Just looks like looks like normal rope. It's just something's off. It's only four feet long. I just start unthreading it, pulling it apart. Okay. It just all comes to sizes. Yep. Yeah, you basically well, just destroy it. Data alienated. Better, better go back to sleep. Don't want to accidentally spend more than an hour thinking about this. Leave the bag of holding inside out. Okay. Um, real quick, divine sense. Look around the room. Uh, I know I always ask this, but remind me, divine sense. Can you read that again. Fiend or undead. Um. Yeah, you, you do it, but you don't pick up on anything. Go back to sleep. Okay. You guys wake up the next morning. All right. You got a long rest. Except for Wash. Wash, you did not get a long rest. You wake up and you feel drained. You know you slept, but you just did not feel good. Um, in fact, your max hit point is down seven. And uh, that is where we're going to end the night. All right.